This is how we're going to talk into this. Go ahead, say something. Hi, how are you doing? Good. That was probably the hardest tattoo I've ever seen. Well, if you're can, a shooter, you get that. That's can, the we, answer. Dumb. <laughs> Worst one yet. <laughs> Negative 700 points. <laughs> Took away all the hard work you did. What hard work? I'm just tight most of the time. Tight and sore. That's uh, what she said. Luca LeBron triple-double game. Really? Yeah, this was kind really? of a... This, no, seriously. I have a feeling that Kyle has this as his number 10 as well. No! So. No! Why, it's a fucking regular season game. Why no this, one scored 100 points. Fuck, it's the, the entire why, year. Why this triple-double game mattered is like... Is, oh, you're, you're something else. Is it really... Yeah. Seems like we're jumping all over the place. Oh, no, we're good. Believe it or not, it sounds good. The views and opinions of those who talk and appear on the AK Swish podcast are their own. Listener's discretion is advised. So here are we ago. Shit. Yeah, they heard me. And fucking Mark, he's a gypsy. He's a fucking gypsy. Got that on the air. Hey! How's it going, people? You're episode what is it, like fifty six now? This is a one year anniversary. Oh uh, no, so I made the Twitter one year ago. We didn't have our first show until like I think mid to end of April. Yeah. So we're coming up. This is our one year anniversary though, the start of this. Yeah. One year. They said it couldn't be done. Memories on Facebook reminded me. Because <laughs> yeah, I made the Twitter and I got everyone hyped. All 26 followers on Twitter. <gasps> Fucking, I don't know why. Like, the, the Twitter just never took off. It'll get there. Still, it'll, it'll get Facebook's there. Facebook's doing great. We, we always get, you know, a bunch of people look at our shit. You know, we got plenty of, you know, followers on it. I mean, for a small-ranging podcast, but still. Um, what's up, everybody? Welcome in episode, yeah, I guess 56 of the AK Swish podcast. It's been a long time. Um, it's the Lawrence guys Taylor in. episode. We're going to kill him, man. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Um, Dickpin's career gone. So Andrews went through a successful quarantine so we can be in the same room together now. He's been isolated for, you know, and I say isolated in a different type of <laughs> I'm getting slicker with the words now. Yeah, are you? My mind's working a lot lately. So, uh, but yeah, uh, we're together again to, to bring you guys episode. I want to apologize again for last week. Uh the uh, just it just cut off. We had about maybe an hour and fifty minute. He sopranoed you. Great, great, great podcast. I thought it was really fun towards the end too. Um, all you know, situational things aside. First one back from uh, the knee injury and all that stuff too, and uh, the surgery and all that. But still, um, gave you guys something at least. Uh, it's been a little bit since we've given you guys something. More content coming on the way. Uh, possibly next weekend, or uh, even if uh. Andrew has some free time maybe this week. I want to do like a WrestleMania, um, like a, re- a reaction show. Even if it's just me, I may end up finding some time to do it. But if Andrew can't make it out or something like that, and I'm bringing this up about this idea up right now as he's sitting right next to me, you know, first time. So, yeah, it's, it's a different type of WrestleMania this year with no fans being there. No pyro, right? Uh, there's still pyro, but there was only in one match because it was off scene. So, 
No pyro. It was very uh very movie esque. You'd like it. You probably you didn't watch it, did you? No, I haven't watched it, no. Yeah. I mean I will. I'll check the highlights. That's what I was I didn't want to watch it. So basically like... Undertaker and AJ Styles had a match. <clears throat> they called it a it was basically a buried alive match, but it was like a boneyard match is what they called it. And it was off site. They had it like at a, at a random graveyard or whatever and like it was Undertaker's American Badass gimmick. So, like, it was the, the motorcycle, the head, like, all that shit. Him talking. He's old. He's at, he, he looked fucking great. That was the best he's looked in, like, 15 years. I'm not yeah. even kidding. Part of that's AJ Styles, too, because he's such a damn good worker all around. Like, mm-hmm. he just, he brings that out of people. But, like, he he talked. He was funny. Like, it, and it wasn't like a, like a, <laughs> it was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, it was, it was pretty, I thought it was pretty good. A lot of people have been kind of like critical of it because, oh, it's not a real match. And like, well, they, they could have called it a fight or a brawl or whatever, but I mean, it's, it is what it is. And they're kind of just, you know, dealing with the cards they've been dealt. But I think that put him in a better opportunity to have a cooler, you know, setup as opposed to him just getting in the ring and doing the same shit. You know, it was nice to kind of mix it up, but it's a, it's a real different type of thing. And maybe we'll talk about that uh, by next episode. We're recording this on Sunday before the day two. Of the uh, the COVID mania they have going on for WWE, but uh, nevertheless, what a name! One thing we can talk about that has been finalized, uh, which we'll lead off with today: um, the NBA has announced its Hall of Fame class for the year 2020. Four huge names uh, going in, as far as basketball names you may know. Of course, Kevin Garnett, uh, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, and Tamika Catchings is the other one. I thought that was kind of cool. To see her finally get some good recognition. She's the KG of WNBA in my mind. So, one championship, very disrespected. Really, really damn good. One of the best players maybe of all time. And just no one ever like, oh, no one says to me. They think of Lisa Leslie or they'll talk about Maya Moore. Or they'll talk like, even now, Della Don's the big name and stuff like that. And, you know, I think she's one of those people that's like, yeah, she was great. No, but, but this girl's really good too. And like, no, don't take a second. Appreciate Lisa Leslie dunked in a game, man. I'm sort of Brittany Griner, but she's not going in the Hall of Fame anytime soon. You're the first woman to ever do it. Lisa Leslie is like... Well, Lisa Leslie is Lisa Leslie. Okay. Tamika right. Catchings is right there. I'll give you that. She's right there. Like, I mean, so what's your... I know you've been kind of pining for the day yeah, that the KG it. gets in. Yeah, but I, mean, I mean, it was a good moment. That's all that mattered, yeah. really. And there was some talk, obviously, <laughs> when, when Kobe died earlier in the year. Which, man, 2020's been a bitch, hasn't it? <laughs> From start fires, to finish, yeah. man. Holy we're just, God. We're, we're really going into it. I'm ramming people. I've experienced the highs of highs and the lows of lows. I've won championships. I've watched a lot of people's childhood idol die in a helicopter crash, a global pandemic. I've seen a lot of shit in three months this year. <laughs> oh, man. There's eight more months to go with this, so enjoy. Uh, it's going to get wild, baby. Uh, yeah, I, I love the class. I think that I'm, I'm happy they oh. kept it. Obviously, they minimized it a little bit. Because they, they wanted to kind of pay proper tribute to Kobe, but you couldn't put K, not put KG and Tim yeah, in the first year. They had to be first year Hall of Famers. I mean, it was yeah. And what kind of gets lost in all this again because we're talking about Kobe. You talk about KG getting that sweet moment is Tim Duncan going in. You know, honestly, probably the great one of the greatest, if not the greatest, power forward. Yeah, I think we listed him as the greatest yeah. power forward of all time. Um, I don't know. K- KG's always been, or not KG. Tim Duncan's always been kind of that like under the. Under the rug kind of guy, so I don't, I don't know. Like I, I like Tim Duncan. I just if I had to choose when I was a kid growing up, who who I looked he, at, it was if he would have played for time. a different team, I don't even think it's a different team thing. He doesn't have that mentality. He's well, the, he's a he is the he's the he's our father's 
or I guess it would be our childhood, my father's, not your father's. My father's... Yeah, mine's in his 60s. Kawhi Leonard. Like, Kawhi Leonard doesn't have that big voice. He doesn't do all those things. There's one commercial I remember specifically with Tim Duncan. It was the only thing I saw of his that I was like, this is funny. When he goes, wow, I'm so excited. I can't believe it. I just knocked over a plant. And he goes, and he tips it over nicely and sets it down. No way. That's insane. I'm bouncing off the wall. He never gets this excited. I can't contain myself. I just knocked over a plant celebrating. Like, that was a Foot Locker commercial for him. I know you guys know it. I'll get Kyle to get the sound bite. I'll, I'll pull it for him so he can use it. But that was legitimately, if you guys don't remember that commercial, that's the, that's He's making me do extra editing now is what you're going to do. That summarizes, like, who Tim Duncan is. He wasn't that flashy guy. He wasn't the KG fucking smashing his head into people. Like, it's, it's a different type of person to get in. But, again, Tim Duncan can't go underneath the radar for all the rings he has. I would say that. And my point being that if he played for a different team, he may not have as many championships, but he probably have a few more MVPs. He probably would have been a little more statistically driven, just because. Yeah, but still, the whole he's mindset not... of that team was very team, team, team. That's why San Antonio won so much. Kawhi Leonard's probably the greatest player in the NBA right now, and I'm willing to say that fairly. I'd say overall, but defense, offense, special people teams. would tend to disagree with us. With no argument based on statistics, they'd only be arguing it based on the way they pull their image in the NBA, them part of the culture. Yeah. Like, that's LeBron James. That's really, it's fucking LeBron. He's out here, Taco Tuesday with his fucking kids, dressed up like an idiot sometimes, taking care of these schools and stuff. Kawhi Leonard's doing some of that stuff. He's just more reserved. It's the same thing with Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, probably during our time, uh, I, there had to be stretches of years where he was the best player in the league. But people would argue that. Well, he won, I think. Did he win an MVP or two? I believe so. I think it was uh, two. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. So he's, he um, has had that opportunity to you know, win that award. But and be... the MVP, again, Kawhi Leonard wins MVP. Has anybody forgot about it? I don't think he's won an MVP, has he? I think he has won. I don't think he's won a regular season MVP. He's yeah, won like, the finals, finals MVP, MVP twice or once or whatever. But I, I mean, think it was twice, yeah. He won, he's won San once San Antonio, yeah. and obviously with Toronto he won yeah. it. Cause, you know. But like, Kawhi Leonard isn't that guy. He's going to get one. I don't doubt it one way in my mind that he's not going to get gonna one. It's going to be tough, man, because you got Luca now. You got fucking Giannis Luka's still doing still, his thing. Luca's doing well, but he's like, I'm waiting. Luca, one more year is going to be the If Luca's player. averaging 29, 10, and 9, it's going to be very difficult for Kawhi, who's averaging 25, I just, and 8. I, listen, I just want you to, like, give me my my pride and, like, call on this Luca situation. <laughs> like, that one was like, I knew, like, I don't see You didn't have to convince me. I I'll tell was you right too. now, Luca Doncic, if I if I was more of a hater and I didn't love the kid, because I, I love Luka Doncic, he's probably my favorite player in the league right now. Which is funny because he's younger than both of us. But that's why I said kid. You know what the crazy <sighs> thing is, thinking about that is? Me and you both, right now, in our prime fit shape, would be playing just like him. Not as well as him, well, but that's our, bo- that's our body type. So to see a guy go out there and be like, holy fuck, this guy's out here doing everything that I, I want to be doing. <laughs> Like and I think that's different, and it goes back down to kids who are fundamentalists in the game, not just I want to shoot like Curry, I want to cross people over like Kyrie, I want to dunk on people like LeBron. These are people that are like, I want to get a triple-double every night. I want to be the guy carrying a team. I want a guy to be like, when I stand at the top of the mountain, I lead in most statistical categories. And that's not a shot at LeBron James because he is leading in a lot of statistical categories. Not all the way, but he's almost there. Um, just LeBron James is a little bit more flashy. It goes back down to Luka. Luka's going to win some, but he's yeah. not going to win enough. That it's going to keep him in that Tim. I think he he's going to be the face of the league, but it's going to be forced. But the thing about Luke is he because has Zion, he has more personality. Like but Zion, Zion's flashy. Zion's. He's flashy. So it gets uh, like I'm going to see. Even I think his Luka, game is flashy, but I don't think Zion's personality is and, too. And making sure I put this in synopsis so you know that we're not just going on a tangent. Why I'm saying that is like Luca 
in Zion are what Tim Duncan, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, LeBron James was. You weren't looking, even when we were younger, and I appreciate Tim Duncan, and say we weren't Cleveland fans, we were voting for one of the two teams to win. Unfortunately, as kids, most of us are going to be looking at like, yeah, fuck yeah, I want LeBron to win. Well, so they don't want Adidas Tim Duncan. Have you ever owned a pair of Adidas Tim Duncans? No. Right. How many LeBrons have you owned? <laughs> like, yeah. I've owned one pair of Adidas, and it was Crazy 8s. They were super heavy, and I didn't like it. I'm sorry. I and was... I have owned Tim Duncans, to put it into perspective, because like the Dwight Howards, I thought they were cool. I've always wanted I to be with the Adidas. Howards, yeah. I always wanted to be with Adidas. I didn't want to be a Nike, because I'm, you know, I, I I'm the, like... Sports hipster guy. I'll call you a poser if you like want to do the certain things that you want to do. So I'm not going to lie and say that, but I've always liked Adidas, especially when they came out the Prime Knit crazies. Those I were love nice. the remember the the first like real expensive shoe that I bought were the uh, the Superflies, the first ones. My first expensive pair of shoes that I ever bought were from Kohl's, and I know that sounds ridiculous to say it that way because I used to shop at Payless. We didn't have a lot of money when I was growing up. My first expensive pair of shoes, well. One was on clearance. Now that I'm thinking about it, it would be another cool pair to talk about. But was the Converse, a uh, Converse Elton Brands. I remember Dwayne Wade's Converse. Yeah, the one with like the white cap. Yeah, it was like the oh my god! Yeah. I told you and that. Story. I wanted I gave, those. I gave but of Dale course, those Cole, shoes. Coles doesn't have those. So they had the Elton Brand Converse. Well, I didn't I, even know where a thing. I let Dale borrow those shoes. Yeah, I was like, he's like, man, I got no basketball shoes to wear. I'm like, you can borrow these. I have my new. Le- I have the Lebrons. Like what he had, like the wave on the side. Yeah, the all black ones. They were slick. I lost those. I don't know where they are, but uh. I'd sell them now. They're great. But, like, I let them borrow those shoes. I've never seen those shoes again. And that bummed the fuck out of me because those shoes were so nice. So, Dale, if you ever catch him a little bit drunk and he's reminiscing on childhood memories, he's going to beat your ass for that. So right, I I like, he's a cop now, so I can't really. Yeah. Beat him up when he's not a cop. Beat him up mentally. I'll beat him up when there's not a pandemic. How about that? Because actually, him, we need him out there right now. So. Beat him. Beat him up when uh, mentally. I think you could beat him mentally. I probably could. Yeah. So come yeah. To think of it. Beat him mentally. <laughs> beat him mentally. In my but, in my wise years now. Yeah. To and out I had way. a pair. Of, and I don't know if you guys remember these. Not to get off. Now we're off topic on the tangent. We're going down a lot of different tunnels right yeah, now. I will tell you my favorite pair of shoes that I ever owned, and it's the only memory I had with my stepdad that I actually enjoyed. He took me to Value City to get shoes. You know, they used to have clearance like um, Burlington Co-Factory and everybody, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Took me there. And they were the wrong size, so my feet hurt all year long because I wore them a size too small and had to cram my toes into them. I bought the Nike Lindanian Tomlinson's when those came out. Do you remember those? God. Those? Yo, dude, when I got those, you want to talk about that only two kids in the whole school have them. We're stunting. <laughs> like, stunting. It was me. I bought two pairs. No, I, <laughs> I mean, I get, I get the whole Luca, Tim Duncan thing, but like, again, you say Zion's flashy. To me, his game is flashy because we all love like the athleticism. And it's kind of like LeBron's thing too. LeBron's become more of a character as he's kind of grown, and maybe Zion will too. Right now, Zion's just kind of yeah, he smiles a lot and stuff, but like he doesn't really like go out of his way to be like all the, this crazy personality. He kind of is very you know, he's kind of how LeBron was a little bit to start. Because he had the same kind of folklore. They're and, literally and, almost the exact yeah, same Yeah, like in, in high school as far as the, oh, the athletic freak. Can he shoot? It's the thing. Like, it's almost the exact same thing except he's left-handed and weighs 285 pounds. Like it's – LeBron was like what, like two – like maybe 60 when he first came in the league or something like that. I don't know. They're called the LT Screams. <sighs> wow. Andy's reminiscing over here. Yo, these are <laughs> – I'm telling – I'm going to show you them. If I can get the actual like a better picture, I'll just show you the shit picture that they had. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough for for Kawhi to win a regular season MVP. You know, he could be the first player, maybe the only player ever to win it off finals with three different teams because there's still plenty of time for the Clippers to come back from this. uh, Yeah, those are interesting. Clean. They were like you remember the Ken Griffey's when you had the what's it called on the bottom? 
the cleats, yeah. indoor cleats. That's what they had. So like <laughs> walking around with indoor cleats, indoor cleats on all the time. Oh my god! People used to wear this Ken Griffey's constantly. <sighs> yeah, no, I get what you're getting at. It's just I appreciate Tim Duncan. I don't know a lot of people will understand. I think they understand why he's getting in because he's Tim Duncan. Well, fuck. But me. when they look back at it, they're gonna be like, "Well, what did he even do?" Like that's gonna be that's gonna be a question that's gonna be brought up. But when the thing you think he has KG, a stance. He just played in San Antonio. I think he, no, he should be the first ballot. I'm not saying that in any disregard. And hopefully, you know well, that people I'm just saying that why he's getting pushed stupid. to the side is because. Again, unless you're a sports fanatic, you're not. Like KG, we should smack his head in the goddamn stanchion. And Kobe was Kobe. Kobe's the biggest name in this class. Even if you one of the most famous vines of all time is that one where he's like, "Hell no, trash ass." Remember when he's (laughs) (laughs) you don't forget that. I miss fine. But like, like seriously, like I, Kobe's the biggest name in this class. Even if he didn't die this year, just because it's Kobe. Yeah, hundred percent. So that that's the guy who missed the most shots in NBA history. Remember that? I mean, it is what it is. He huh. also made a fuck ton too. But yeah, you know, you, top five, top five. You miss, <laughs> you miss all the shots you don't take, and sometimes you miss all the shots you do take too. Take them but, all. <laughs> I love Kobe, <laughs> but I, mean, I, I like the class. But and again, I haven't looked through the history of classes. A lot of people are saying this is the best class of all time. I oh think, <laughs> yeah, easily. That's, that's easily. So a guy that's in. Okay, first of all, Kobe is in the argument for top five. In most people, I won't and, say mine. Top did Shaq five. and MJ go in this? No, MJ didn't. No, go in Shaq didn't go in until like fucking a couple, a couple years, years ago. ago. I'd say I wasn't sure when MJ went in. MJ, MJ went in, but I think he was like, it was like MJ and uh, Tall Boy 1985. Wow. So I don't think it was like somebody, I don't remember exactly, but you're going to look it up and you're going to be like, yeah, yeah you're right. I wanna look up, I'm going to look up his class. I want to see MJ Hall of Fame class. I'm just curious. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's gotta be. Out I'm there. interested to know because, like, that's what the that's the difference. I'm not saying, like, say Charles Barkley. <laughs> hold on. I'm like saying if Charles Barkley went in at the same time. This is a pretty damn good class. It was probably was, but you have to think about Bro. between the. I don't know. Listen, Keep Jordan. Going. Listen, listen, listen. Jordan, Jerry Sloan, John Stockton, C. Vivian Stringer, and David Robinson. <laughs> that's a fucking stat class too, man. I don't know. That that would personally be mine. Holy shit! Let's look up. But Shaz. again, I didn't know who it was. I'm just saying you understand where I'm getting at here. Yeah, I get it. It's Michael Jordan. It's still the greatest player of all time. It's, and that's this class is still obviously one of the best. But there's two greatest players of all. Well, there's three greatest players of all time. The greatest power forward of all time. The greatest defender of all time. Shaq's class was Shaq. Oh, and AI. Allen Iverson. Yao Ming. Swoops. Swirl Swoops and Tom Izzo. I like that class. That's a fucking great class. Like, the, is it is it one of the best classes of all time this year? Of course it is because but, you have okay. three all four all time grapes. Cheryl Swoops, one of the greatest of all time. Tom Izzo, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Shaq, one of the greatest of all time. Allen Iverson, he's up there. But again, the greatest defender of all time in KG. It's mm-hmm. literally why he got he got paid. I, again, Rodman's up there, so don't feel I'm getting disrespectful. But that's of our era, he's the most. Tim Duncan's the greatest power forward of all time out of his position, and Kobe is top two greatest shooting guards of all time, maybe top ten in players. I'm looking at the, I'm gonna look at these classes now because I'm curious. You get what I'm saying though? Uh-huh. Like that class is a little bit. Well, I different. get it. I think it's it's very very uh, very different. You know, Chamberlain was inducted in '79. I want to see the '79, '79 Hall NBA Hall of Fame. If you go to NBA.com, I think there's like a whole list. They probably have like a whole like list, but I'm just like trying to go. Yeah, they they stacked Wilt's one because they had like Sam Barry and. A bunch of coaches and shit. Yo, did you see this fucking class though for 2019? You see who's getting enshrined? Well, it's me 2020. Yeah, did you see 2019? 2019's NBA? Yeah. I'm sure it was great. No. 
Not even close. This probably why we haven't seen one. Jack Sigma. <laughs> Kidding me? Hold Bill on. Fitch, which is all right. Sidney Moncrief, okay. Bobby Jones. Vladdy Divac. Charles Cooper. Al Adels is the only one on here. Well, all right. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of names last year. Ray Allen's class was good. Very good. Okay. Dino Raja. Rick Welts. Katie Smith. Tina Thompson, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, Grant Hill. That was a good one, too. Ray Allen, like For, I said. I don't want a repeat of last week. <laughs> we just, right. That was, 2017 was kind of trash. That was, or 19. It was That was down here for 19. Um, no offense to T-Mac, but 16 was the one we just talked about. Allen Iverson, Tom Izzo, Yao Ming, Shaquille O'Neal. Cheryl Swoops. The other ones are kind of ass, though, in that one, too, though. No yeah, offense. Again, four or five big names, ass. though. I mean, yeah. Time Heinshan for uh, 2015. Lisa Leslie, Dikembe Mutombo. Uh, Louis, Louis Dampier. Dick Bavetta. Yeah, greatest class of all time, 2015. We're done. <laughs> Dick Bavetta got in 2015. Dick the Bruiser Bavetta. Is Doesn't a... matter. Doesn't matter. That's the greatest class of all time. We're done looking. It's close, but Dick Bavetta got in in 2015. I so. get the uh, the fascination with with calling this class the best one because Kobe's Kobe in it. just died. Because that's and it's it's gonna happen. But like, is it one of the best of all time? Hell yeah! But it's I don't know if it's the best. In my mind, it is. My favorite player of all time got that. That Shaq class is pretty nice. MJ's class is pretty nice because they threw it Stockton and stuff there. Pasty gangster. It's the greatest name. Just of saying, all time. man. Pasty gangster. All right, let's let's move on. Let's try and talk about some maybe some thing that could happen. Yeah. Uh, possibly in the coming weeks. Yeah. Um, I guess the NBA and ESPN are trying to arrange some sort of quarantined horse matchup, and it's not going to happen with Giannis because we know he doesn't have access to a hoop. So it's going to be probably like Why doesn't like, Giannis have access to a hoop? Or he, does he, he doesn't have a hoop in his, in his house. What a fucking loser. The first thing I'm putting in about my bad. I need a basketball hoop. Priorities, man. He just wants to work out, keep, keep getting big. And, oh, fuck him. So, well, a lot of these guys, too, if you live close to your, like, you know, your practice no, facility. basketball court at your house. They, they won't fuck with They'll just, they'll just and so they'll save the money and they'll go work out there. Smart guys. Andrew's not exactly with it. Basketball court <laughs> in the house right now. Anyway, so there, there's possibility there's going to be a horse matchup just to entertain some fans. I'd imagine someone like LeBron's going to be doing it. Um, yeah, because LeBron's a smart man and has a hoop at his house. Well, LeBron also has a billion dollars, so I'm, they're close From to From just it. a shoe deal it's, alone. It's, it's, it's Lifetime insane. shoe deal, billion bucks. So a court to him is nothing, but a court to... million, millions, or a thousand millions, I'm sorry. Still. Um, are you at all intrigued by this? It's going to probably all be on, on like you know Skype no. or some sort of... I haven't watched any of the 2K tournament. I'm not interested in any of it. Really? I thought you'd nope. be interested in the 2K tournament. Nope. I almost put that on here for a thing to talk nope. about. DeAndre Ayton got his ass whooped. <laughs> ass whooped. <laughs> Because, like, I knew some of these guys don't play, and, like, the guys that I did knew that play, I forgot who. I, I knew Trey played a lot. Darius Gar- it was Darius Garland versus DeAndre Ayton, and yeah. DeAndre Ayton beat him 108 to 48. Or uh, Darius beat him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Darius Garland, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was ridiculous. Darius is also 19, and he missed an entire so year of college. So was DeAndre. DeAndre's 20, and. <laughs> He's a baby, too. Darius missed an entire year of college basketball, so I can guarantee you what his ass was doing. He wasn't fucking going to class, he was playing 2K in his No, door. I know what players play because they play in the park. So. I know who's on and who's not. If they have Xbox, they're on. We see I think them. Trey plays, right? Trey Young does. Yeah. Yeah. Trey Young again, plays. Carl Anthony Towns plays. Yeah. Blake Griffin plays. Yeah. You you know who's usually in the park a lot. Because if you play a lot, then you know who's out there. So, like, when I was like, DeAndre Aiden, 
I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I know Darius Garland plays with that because I've ended up in the same server as him. You, would, you wouldn't watch a horse matchup of like KD versus LeBron versus whatever versus... Or not Darius. I don't think it was Darius who I was in there with, but nonetheless. You, know? you, wouldn't, you wouldn't watch that? No. No? No. Actually, I want to see them fucking simulate the whole NBA season if everybody was healthy and there's no Rona. I'll watch that. That's actually the nice thing I want to talk about, We built the Cavs, and we won a championship in 2023. (sighs) Beautiful moment. Got rid of everybody. So it's looking right now. Zaire played with us. Like we're not going to have a season, probably. They're probably going to cancel things. I know. I'd be. be Adam Silver really wants to make this happen. I'd be surprised if they don't cancel the rest of the year. So my question to you is how do we put a cap on this season? I don't know because they're talking like the Lakers would get the nod as the best team, so I feel like that's fucking bullshit. Even though the Bucks have the best record, and yeah, the, you know, I don't know what the Clippers and Lakers head to head is yet, but I mean, yeah, maybe. I'm not happy about that. The so, only team that probably is happy about this is Golden <clears throat> State, just because we just this is a bad season. Seth, Seth or Steph was out for a long time. Seth Cur- has Seth Curry Seth, released the coronavirus. Seth, Seth Curry. Seth. Uh, Seth. Seth. Because Seth waited until he was thirty to play well, so. Well, he wasn't. He when did he get drafted? He got drafted after his junior senior year. He he stayed longer than I think uh, Steph did. Um, but Seth like. Oh Seth. Seth. Seth is older. Seth Duke. Seth was Duke. Yeah, yeah. Which is surprising if you think about that, because Seth went to Duke and Davidson for. Huh. Shows you kids, don't gotta go to a fancy schmancy school. Right, you can get drafted from anywhere, huh? You can go to Dayton like Obi Top and be the best player in the world. Yeah, nationally. I want to see what he does. I think he'll be good. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, how... What position does he play? Does he play small forward or power forward? Is He's in that Aaron Gordon phase of his career. I think he's a better shooter than Aaron. He I is. I think he's a better... He's but he's, not, wise, as, he's pretty... not as athletic as Aaron well, Gordon. I mean, we clearly, have a, I want to see what he does. I want to, he's, he's also young, so I want to see what he does in the next level. He's also a little level, fluffy. Yeah. Obi Toppin's a little fluffy compared uh, to... Aaron Gordon came out fucking looking like the Terminator. Well, Aaron Gordon is a very... He's our era's mod- uh, Robert Pack. He's a very monotone type player. If he's not dunking the ball, I don't really care. And I, That's not saying he's not good. It's I just think like... Obi Toppin's going to be good. I didn't say that. I yeah. think Obi Toppin's is going to be more... We like him because it goes back to that Lucas situation we just talked about. The for guy me, likes to do everything. Aaron Gordon was never that guy, even in college when he played for Arizona, where I was like, oh, yeah, he's going he's he's to do something. Blake Griffin. It was a second Blake Griffin. But like, I always Blake. thought, I knew Blake had something more. Like there was just something about him. What a thirty-eight percent from three-point. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, for a fucking four, then I mean that was pretty. That was ten years ago. That's not that no, bad. No, now it's now. Even now, I think he's like shooting forty-one right now. If you're if you're shooting forty percent from three in the league, you probably have a job. I think it's thirty. So, well, I yeah, mean, of course you're gonna have a job. It's Blake Griffin. If you can still dunk the ball and shoot thirty-eight percent from three, if you can average twenty and ten, you're gonna make fucking hundred million dollars. No, no problem. Even if I told you, if you get a double-double or you get if you score like double digits now, you get a good, pretty good damn contract. Look at Alan Crab. It's thirty-three percent at the end of this year, which is. <laughs> For a guy that's being asked to run point for the most part because that team is in shambles, I don't know. Well, he also got hurt. He tore his Achilles or whatever it was or something like that, so he's been out. He was out for a while for the year, so well, Detroit was in full tank mode. Yeah, I don't know how that would work, man. I feel like the common sense thing would be to give it to the team with the best record if you were going to crown a champion. You don't crown a champion. There is no champion. You played it for no reason. That's you got it. The problem with not doing anything for the season now is that they can't play again. Like you can't have these guys play 
60 some games and not reward somebody for putting in that much work. It wasn't like they played two weeks and then like the season got start shut down. These guys played like three fourths of the season. Like it was almost done. We were like two weeks, whatever, two and a half weeks, three weeks away from, you know, starting playoffs up. And I think that's why the, the push is to maybe have like a mini t- little training camp sometime in the summer and then bring guys back maybe in August to, to do the playoffs. Which I wouldn't be too – if they had the finals in the beginning of September, ran the draft a week afterwards or the day after or whatever like that, and then gave the guys a couple months to just hang out and then go from there, who knows? But now you're the science nerd. I'm talking about this coming back in the fall and being almost like a seasonal thing we deal with every every fall, winter, spring for the rest of our lives is what I saw from Fauci. So I don't know – what the uh, what the course is gonna be? They gotta get a vaccine. It's gonna take years to do, but I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know because like that's stating a lot. Well, Fauci's know. been going on a limb a little bit more than than most, but he's also you know, hasn't been terribly wrong. No, yeah. So that would suck, man. I I told everyone this could be the end of sports for the year. We might we might we may we may not see sports again in 2020. I don't know <clears throat> as far as like a lot. Even if it's not in front of a crowd, we may not see it again. I don't know. Aaron Horak said something that made me very upset. So wow, Aaron I just Horak. Read it. I just read that. Throwing it back. Parma's all-time leading rusher for a season. They Aaron said, Horak. He said they would have won more rings if Tom Brady wasn't in the league. Fucking throw my phone through a wall right who, the now. the Patriots? No. Or who? The Peyton and Andrew Luck. No, that's not the case. It's not just Tom Brady. <laughs> it's the, We won six. Hey, Tom won six with a team. It's, okay, if, so what, if they, Tom Brady played listen, for multiple teams listen, and won them in multiple areas, listen, then yes, it's an listen, argument. Listen, listen, listen. Doesn't even matter. The guy played 20 years and won, what, almost a third of the time. If you take him out of the equation, and that team out of the equation, Peyton you know, probably wins I'll, at least I'll one tell or two you this. more. You know what gets you to be the best player in the league? What What signifies the best player in the league? I think there's for me. No, what for me, signifies for the, me? Well, it's, it's they a literally case by give case an award. Basis. They give an award for it. What it what signifies the greatest player in the league today? If you take that player off a team, the team suffers. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, what award signifies the best player in the league? The, again, the MVP, more, yeah. most valuable player. Okay. Right. So what? You know how many Tom Brady has? Do you know how many Peyton Manning has? That's the difference maker. Again, when I keep saying this back to people, statistically... Doesn't Brady have like four? No, Peyton Manning has the most. I think he has like three. And he has the most in history. Peyton Manning has the most MVPs in history. Four or five, right? I think it's four or, four, or, or five. And I Brady, think Tom I think Brady, Brady has, has two like, or three. Yeah, he's up there I'm too, positive. Right? We're going to look it up. But again, if Tom Brady wins more MVPs, then yeah, that's fair well, enough. Well, he's not going to win anymore now, I don't think, unless he has like a Peyton Manning first year I really Denver don't want to be wrong. Now. I'm going to say... I think, I think Peyton has four. I think... Brady, Brady has, has like two or three, maybe maybe two or three. He has four now. Brady, yes, he had four. So Brady, so has it's three or four. You're right. Yeah. So Brady has four, and then Peyton Man- has five. I think Manning's got to have four or five. I'd imagine. I think about Brady was too. Brady didn't throw a lot of picks, so I mean, as far as like Peyton Manning, that first year kind of waited out a little bit. Nevertheless, I got to look up how many. Does it won't give me Tom Brady's. Brady may have only one, too. I don't know. I got, I'm looking this up, too. I'm curious. I can't be saying this backwards. They're telling me Peyton Manning has one MVP. 
That's Super Bowl MVP. That's not what I yeah, asked. Yeah, no, for. that's not. Um, okay, here we go. So AP MVP, Brady. I think Peyton Manning's got like I think he's got. Brady's got three, I believe. One. He won in seventeen. Yeah, seventeen, ten, and oh seven, because that's the year Brady had the big year. Manning has one, uh, two, three, four, five. That's what I thought. Five. So five to three. Yes. Yeah. Google, and now don't you, Google shit. I knew it was you, three, and I didn't want to be the smartest to say it and be wrong. So mind you here, for Brady's first, again, I'd say what, maybe six years of his career, it was not the Brady show. Like, it was the Pats defense. It was a very team. And the stats will show it's that, still too. Been, it's always been team. 07 is where it turned a little bit, because that's when they got Moss. That's when they started focusing more on offense. Yes. You started looking defense, at tight ends. Again, you started looking at some of the greatest defenders of yeah, all yo, time. Hell yeah, you're not going to listen. Some of the greatest defenses Look, of all time. W- when it comes down to the end of the day, they're both amazing players. Like that's people can you can talk about Bel- Belichick's the best if coach the of Patriots all time. If the Patriots were in a dynasty, then Peyton and Andrew Luck would have won more. And this is context. NFL Network posted a picture that said, "Imagine having these two at quarterback for twenty years and only winning one Super Bowl." Is a picture of Peyton Manning and Andrew right. Luck, which pissed me the fuck off because first of all, Andrew Luck went through his whole career basically until the end when he was just done getting injured with having a shit ass offensive line and having maybe a couple of receivers occasionally. And Peyton could make an argument uh, for that twenty twelve MVP. That was your Adrian Peterson one, but I think Peyton won Comeback Player of the Year because that was the first year. It was his Comeback Player of the Year. Yeah. So I mean, listen, five to three, whatever. You can argue ranks, whatever it is. I mean, end of the day. And again, we went really off topic again, but who cares? Because this, 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 this whole thing is out of the normal. Anyway. Comments right underneath it. It said yeah. "fuck" because he knew I was going to be fucking livid when I saw that. If because again, Brady is was probably for a majority of that time the best player on that team overall. I would say I would say sixty-five to seventy percent of his Which, career. Fuck, there, man. Yes. I mean, twenty years. That's Maybe give him 13, 14 years, he's the best player on that team. Yeah, 100%. And, and I'm not to, And most of the time 13, he wasn't. Most I would say of the time he wasn't sure. was the first one. Because, like you said, his first five to seven years, it was kind of like, yes. whose show Very. is it really? But towards the end, like, it's they been made all it to the, They made it to the playoffs with Drew Bledsoe still. There was no issue. And then Peyton, well, or not Peyton, Tom Brady just came in and was like, yeah, I can help out right now. And Adam Vinatieri won them a Super Bowl. Well, Vinatieri is, I think, still one of the best, if not the best he's, kickers of all time. Yeah, I mean, there's some, guys, there's some guys that are, he'll never, again, the guy who has the most, I think, in history was like Mortson or whatever. He'll uh, never Mort be Anderson, passed. Yeah. yeah, he'll never. Well, be. I think Vinatieri could. He's got to play for a while longer. I, but. Yeah, but Vinatieri's like what fifty now? I think it's forty-seven. I think it's forty-seven. He's doing fine. He still looks great. He, he still wants to play. Pepper. So. He looks like he looks like the Papa John's guy now. He, better pizza. Listen, better ingredients. Look, maybe he can go Papa to Papa Joe's. He can go to Tampa. Who knows? Did you watch Joe Exotic, the no, Tiger King? I, I refuse to watch. Please that. watch it. I no. said the same thing, Kyle. It's fucking watch stupid. It. I'm, it's I don't so like following funny. trends and it's fads so, and bullshit. I, I, and I said the same thing, and I'm like, you know what? It's quarantine. You don't have to worry about quarantine boredom. So like, you're you're living your life right now. But like, I'm literally, there. literally, the only thing I can't do is work out because of this fucking thing. Yeah, that's slowly. He doesn't look bad, by the way. It, the swelling went down a lot. You can still see over here where he did. They went inside. Yeah, I forgot I haven't seen your legs since. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like they did the incision uh, all along here too. That's cool. why this is it still, sore still. Yeah, I'm still getting strength back and range of motion and everything. I bet. Like, well, when you're limited to motion, well, for look a at the bit, knees compared awesome. to each other. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you're still swollen. Still, a yeah. Oh, by the joint up here and top yeah. of the. Knee. Apparently, I have severe arthritis in my left knee. Yeah, I don't so. doubt it. I, I told you what I got told when I was at um at PT when I tore the ligament and fractured my ankle. He's like, you're gonna need a hip replacement by the time you're like 35. <laughs> And I said, what? He's like, your ankles aren't bad. Your hips are bad. He's like, it's because you're heavier set and you play sports. He's like, that's what happens. Everyone thinks it's their knees. Everyone thinks it's their ankles. And he's like, no, he's, it's your hips. 
And like I thought this guy was just being a smartass. No, he was a trainer for the Minnesota uh, Vikings yeah. before he moved out here. See, that's the difference between me and you two. Like most of your weight is from the waist up. Yeah. Most of my weight is from the waist down. You saying you're carrying it in your penis? Um, well, yeah, my dick is big, and uh, <laughs> I got big thighs and a big ass too. So I kind of. I kind of like I'm here. It starts from because like my chest isn't bad. It's here to like where my ass is. No homo, but like that past that, like my legs are real skinny yeah. for a fat guy, believe it or not. But I've been I've been cursed with gigantic. Thighs. I'm surprised I gained no weight back. I'm still lost all that weight. And I'm I, eating I like can't shit. Fucking do anything, and they close the gym at my work, so I can't go down there and even like you know walk on the elliptical. Do you do home weights. You have don't you have your home weights? I do, stuff? but it's kind of put to the side because Colton has all of his shit up, so I don't want to like have to keep bringing to, it out. Tell your son to move out, out of the way or fucking spot. I uh, <laughs> I have to wait until I get. Hey, Colt, come spot for your dad. May uh, May first is my follow up, my six week uh, post checkup with the doctor. That's when I hopefully I can start doing some strength and some running. Your and... knee stopping your upper body there, bud. No, was... it's my. Sorry, that was me being a trainer. Also, it's me not having the free time just to be able to do whenever I want. No. My schedule's been all over the place. I was for the first week and a half there, I couldn't really do anything. Shout out to Kobe. You so... know what Kobe said, "If I wake up at six a.m., it's an hour to travel. Gives me only thirty minutes." practice why don't i just wake up two hours earlier so i can get an extra hour and a half in with a practice why not wake up three hours earlier why not four why go to sleep at all Kobe? He, he said it. <laughs> you don't need sleep it's not healthy for your body or nothing what the hell's about what, what the hell's that supposed to mean kobe bryant uh are you the are you the same beast but a different animal what the fuck does that mean kobe that was before kanye went insane uh he was still insane during that shit. that was see stronger it? you see his, uh, his compound he wants to build in wyoming now with the, with the urine garden and all that shit he scares me he's a cult leader he could be a cult leader every i play this i play a bing uh, not a bing, i play a yahtzee game on my phone now because it's the only game i play i play uno on my phone but fucking uh there's like an itunes commercial where he's like talking about like where he's been now and how he's got to like spread the gospel and he wants to like i'm like dude you you look like a fucking cult leader, like it's it's insane. But you're like you're doing it for Christianity, which is I, weird. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, Christianity is a cult. I don't want to start anything on here, but it's, it's a cult that caught on and stuck. Again, well, the thing is, <laughs> like cults again get a bad rap for that name because we can't like, talk religion. You only talk bad cults. You know what I mean? But anything with a large group of I'm not talking religion. I'm just saying anybody that has a large following or group of people that organize together, then that's a cult. That's just what it is. Again, Basketball I'm not saying fans, religion. you're a cult. Yeah, we're. we're <laughs> There's a reason we call it a cult following, like <laughs> because the words just—it's got bad stigma to it. So no, I mean it just he like socialism. He's gonna be like someone. It's got a bad stigma next to him. Yeah, but there's a cult. <laughs> there's a cult following for socialism. Oh my god! But uh, nonetheless, I mean, if you're I Bernie, got two pairs of underwear, two pairs. If you're a Bernie fan, you then can you're, flip it inside out four different ways. It still works. That's actually two not, pairs. You actually sounded like Dick Vitale, actually. Two pairs, three baby. <laughs> How dare you! I'm Dickie V. Welcome to the Sweet 16. I don't know who's playing, but I see Tommy down there. Hey, so how you doing? Dick Vitale can't lead you through a virus like I can. Neither can Biden. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna hey, move listen. on. Listen, <laughs> Andrew Yang needs an apology from everybody. So um, Andrew Wang was the first person to say, "Just give a thousand dollar checks," and people are like. Fuck you, China man. <laughs> and then what's happening? Some fucking oh. dirty Tupperware bowls telling us we're getting twelve hundred. <laughs> oh, dear Lord, uh, you apologize to that Asian American right now. He's so, gonna be our president. I will. Uh, he I wanted will. to, and a guy named Andrew. Another one. We, there's a three P possible. So I'm gonna ask you since you uh, you've you followed this pretty closely. I do, and you're in touch with uh, the the science community. Yes. Um, in your uh. Not so expert opinion. What's um, 
do you think? This is why I want to go back to school so I can be an expert about it. I really, I literally, so I, can, only, I can change the. Yeah, I want to be no. I want you to uh, approach me and have to talk to me and acknowledge me as doctor. Like I want doctor. I don't want to be the next doctor Drew. Don't get me wrong. Call me doctor. Call me Doctor Andrew. Yeah, Sorry. Sounds, it's got a good ring to it. You hear that? Keep going. Anyway, uh, like I said, in, in your uh, not so my hobbyist. In your opinion. very yeah, uneducated my, opinion. My hobbyist opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I would say that I'm educated, but hobbyist. Yeah. Debatable. Uh, <laughs> Pharmacy school district doesn't really mean a lot. Trust me. Uh, no, I agree. <laughs> baseball, basketball, football. Do you see us playing sports again in this this year? Oh, um, do I think the NFL is going to really push it to the last minute because that's what Goodell's good at? Yes, but football football's a possibility. Football is a possibility. We might see basketball next season, almost on some like school year shit. Um, that would count as this year because the season starts in the end of October. So yeah, we might Mid October or whatever it is. Uh, I think I think August is going to be. <sighs> we'll start if if anything. I don't want to say yes, but if we start the season, they'll be with no fans in the arenas or fields, stadiums, wherever. You what want. do you think is the first sport to begin play? Baseball. I think we lost baseball completely yeah. for the year, hundred percent. So we're not going to see any baseball. Um, I think it'll be football, possibly. I will miss preseason, which the. There doesn't need to be a preseason. They, this is this is collusion by the NFL. I told you they made coronavirus, so we're gonna miss the preseason. Seventeen right games this year. Seventeen Playoffs. games, and like what happened was the NFLPA is like, we don't want a fucking preseason then. And Goodell's right, like, fine, spread the virus. Goodell's spread like, it. Goodell's like, oh, man, let me see what I can do. <coughs> Mail this for me real quick, and he fucking coughed out an iron lung. So, so you think football? Maybe, maybe September. Dude, I don't know. But they said. It the peak's not supposed to end until the peak's not supposed to end until end of July, beginning of August, right? No, I've seen different I've seen different stuff. I've seen the national people say, you know, mid May is where we can start to see numbers start. There's going no national down. people you want to look at except the World Health Organization and C D C. Well, that's the people I'm talking about. C D C said it's not gonna end until end of July. Now the only people that are and saying yes, it like is we'll like, stop seeing cases in general, yeah. We'll the see. White House and those pasty interviews they love to do like to make it look like it's not that big of a deal when it is. Um, and I don't blame them. It's almost like what Fox News is nervous about, right? So Fox nervous, uh, Fox News is nervous that they're going to get sued for playing this too lightly. Yeah, which is a possibility. <sighs> Again, a- it's not my due diligence to talk law, but I mean, there's a possibility because you play. Okay, the CDC came out and said exactly what everybody needed to hear. This shit's rough. Prepare yourself. And the first ever, they they opened up a YouTube channel. CDC. They do live. They do live air, not live. They do every day a daily update. I didn't even have to say every day, but a daily update in regards to how things are going and what's going to happen here in the future. The CDC says everybody needs to wear masks. They recommend it. They can't tell you to do that. And then I had an argument, forty fucking comments long, with three people in the healthcare industry. Uh, this one kid that keeps on saying, "Stay woke" underneath my post I went to high school with. Literally, will go back three weeks to when I started posting about this and be like, answer to like even my dad. My dad's like, "Oh, this is gonna blow over by June." And now he comments like, "Well, how about now?" I saw that. I think I posted something. Yeah, where I was like, uh, "Yes, yeah, you did too. You had one." 
Well, my thing is like, okay, so this is again, the, and pe- I don't- the, the people that like were living in the era of the Black Death, which I still think this is possibly some sort of mutation of that, but it's probably not. But it's still, I know what it is. So if you want to hear what it is, they've announced what it is. So well, there's, again, there's even been coronavirus for, you, for no, it's for called years, it's right? SARS. It's another case of SARS. Yeah. So what people don't know about this is that the wet market that gets brought up a lot, even in your your side of uh, work, they probably bring it up on the news all the time. The Chinese wet market or the Chinese wildlife market, where they sell bats, dogs, cats, whatever the fuck they want to sell, people eat it, yada yada. They think that it came from eating that bat soup. It did not come from eating bat soup. So there's a conspiracy theory, and then there's the real theory that they're going with for the right now. Again, theory is a hypotheticals that we're putting together for a synopsis, correct? So that's what a theory is. You take hypotheticals, you try to make it an overall consistent basis until you can consider it a theory. Because theory doesn't mean fact. Again, people need to understand that a theory is not a fact. Because theories are ever running, and everything we ever know will change eventually. We do not know everything. Like, at one point, we thought the Earth revolved around the sun— and or not other way around. The sun revolved around the Earth, and we were the center of the uh, center of the universe or the galaxy, and we weren't. How crude! Nonetheless, we're getting back to traffic because Isaac Newton was nuts for gravity and shit. Same shit. But nonetheless, the theory is stated as this: If you don't know what bats are, they're a communal group of animal. Like you've seen a bat, but you don't know what they are. They're a communal group of animal. The largest ever reported communal group of bats was in a cave, in, I think, in Texas, with 20 million bats. The problem with bats is that they move communally as well. That means that they, when they fly, they all fucking fly. You've seen bats leave out of a cave. I've seen the commercials and the cartoons and shit happening. It's crazy. There's a bunch of bats fly out, right? Well, it's even crazier than that. They come out in fucking droves. You can hear it. The decibels on the thing is like up to 110. So you damage your hearing. Sounds like fucking Arrowhead in like September. Here's the crazy part about what bats do. They host every single major disease that we carry or that we can be susceptible to. Then they carry it. HIV, Ebola, the first SARS, they have all of it. This SARS came from them. We don't know. That's why China was like, we could blame the U.S. that this is from the U.S. And that's why uh, President Trump's calling it the Chinese flu, because he's still trying to blame China. No one cares. It came from somewhere. It's the bats! There's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. If you haven't seen it already, a, when the bats. Call the bats. a, a, a Harvard director um, was colluding with some Chinese students and brought over biomedical material from the U.S. and research papers, and he's building and he's getting paid for things in China and Wuhan. Actually, he's getting paid. So the conspiracy is that he created this. The China of China is what I've been told. He basically created. Well, that's the, a conspiracy the, theory. The Chicago so, of China again. Until I said the China of China, that was great. I mean, uh, that's true too. Because like again, I also think that they're hiding how many number of cases that China actually. Well, had. I wouldn't. I think 2.5 million people in China died. Here's here's the thing with me though. So. There's a difference between now we sound like the Joe Rogan experience. Well, between Shout China out. and the U.S. So the U.S. is obviously not as big territorially wise as China. China's fucking huge. China's huge, but they have a billion people. But they're all spread billion. out. They're spread out. There's a lot of big cities, but they're very really spread out. But what's what's also not just demographically are they spread out, but fiscally they're spread out. So like, there's only 10 percent of the people in China are wealthy enough to have like lights in their house. So that other 90 percent can't even fucking get to a hospital. How many people died in in rural China? See, that's what I'm saying. Two, at least 2.5 million people. You're telling me out of a billion people, only 83,000 got it? That's nuts. In the U.S. alone, we're already at a quarter million. And that was from March 25th till today. But we're I will at over 300,000 right now. Our testing rate is... Our testing rate is, is high, so we're getting a large number, right? Yeah. But again, imagine if you take our 330 million, times that by three, you get China's population. That means China alone should have a million based on that. 
Well, could have went again. I'm not. I'm not saying they're they're not full of shit because I don't really. I, they probably haven't updated numbers in forever. But no, and, what's really sad getting back on traffic is like they're, they're getting ready to do the British Open. It's going to be canceled. I don't know if they've already done it. They Wimbledon were, got canceled already. They talked the about it. The Olympics yeah. already got canceled. Well, they got moved. Well, they're going to cancel it. It's been postponed, but postponed means canceled because the further they can't move it completely. It's going to have to be the next year or something like that. Well, yeah, they already they already announced the date. It's going to start July twenty third, twenty twenty one. Then it's been canceled. But, and that's the thing. I, rescheduled. Right, rescheduled is fair. I hate it, you have to use the words of what they are. They canceled it for this year. They're bringing it back next year. She's rescheduled then. It's like uh, cancel was canceled. Like, it's done. You, it's not coming back. What are you fucks going to? Like NBA season's canceled, but Rolling Loud in Miami got canceled. Those tickets are postponed for next year. So like people can't get their money back, and they're like, "Fuck! I paid a lot of money to go see this music festival. I can't well, get my money back." Well, it's a yearly back. thing. That's one thing, but the Olympics come up once every four years. I know. Like it's... Again, Olympics. We don't want to say ever canceled because it's like if the Olympics get canceled, you ever played Plague Inc.? This is like when you fucking destroy the world. Like this is the first step. Is when the, when you if your disease is gonna make it, you're back. To, you start as a bacteria. You can do a virus as well. The first my step, buddy, my buddy Jake played that game. Yeah. He showed me the results. He he did the coronavirus and it yeah. killed everybody in the world. Listen, the first <laughs> oh my all God. you have to do the first thing you have to do is if you can cancel the Olympics, that means your disease is already spreading rapidly. So that at that point you just start mutating it and making it again. This isn't gonna mutate like it's plaguing because that's very unrealistic. It's science fiction, but nonetheless. I, I, again, play, you guys didn't get to hear. I don't know. That was probably the part that got deleted. Play with optimism, honestly. You, you want to be hopeful that things are going to get better, but play cautiously as well. You can't be out here. Like, I went to the golf course. I'm not going to lie to you. I live in the middle of nowhere. I expected no one to be there. No one. It was the busiest fucking place. I've been to all. Like, there's a, there's a family of four behind me, a family of two, and then a walker. That's, like, the only thing you can do. I know, but understand, like, but you can't be all. I guess maybe if you if you're with your family that live in your house. Uh, yeah, they're that's not. The golf course did say, and this was the rule. I, like I said, I'm not naming the golf course because they'll get yelled at from people and well, stuff. Well, I think all golf, golf courses listeners. Um, they were cleaning everything very digitally. They only allowed four people in the clubhouse at six feet apart from each other. You weren't allowed in the same cart unless you're cohabitating together. Um, there, there's a lot of rules. Like I asked her because I wanted to know. Um, I work in the wellness industry, and I'll tell you right now, we got shut down because of this and because we're not considered an essential part. Um, but I wanted to see what their protocol was because our protocol before everything happened was huge. Like, it was a long list of things we had to do. So I asked her thinking, because she's, again, they're not in the medical field. They're they're doing public service. They're doing as much as we were doing when we were in the wellness they have to. Like, as soon as I got off my cart, she's sitting there fucking spraying it down. Yep. Wipes everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was an interesting experience, and, and I, I'm glad some businesses are taking this serious, but there's, like, where I live, there's it's the middle of nowhere. These people are taking it with a grain of salt, honestly. It's just, it's just business is normal for them, probably. Cleveland, for... it's rough, too, because I, I don't... There's still too many people outside for me to, to agree with, especially when the east side's getting ravaged right now. Destroyed. If Cleveland's next... It's already beaten up East Cleveland. Expect Metro to be the next. I'm who I'm surprised by is Parma. Parma, Parma Heights, Seven Hills, North Royalton. You guys are still kind of like okay. Yeah, there's, there's a that high Parma Brooklyn area is dirty. There's no a high offense. count of like especially in Royalton too, Southern Cuyahoga County. Like well, it's bad. Well, yeah, because of old people. No yeah. offense, but North yeah. Royalton, Strongsville, Brunswick, you have a lot of Even older Parma. people. Nursing homes, all that stuff. We had the manor care thing come manor up this past 14, week. Yeah. Fourteen people, right? That's where Tori's uh, grandma was. Really? Like I think what was it, like maybe like half a year ago before she died. Yeah. Like she was in that she was in that facility. We were there. Manor so. care I mean we both worked for Marcos. We've delivered a manor care 
quite a bit. I've been there for multiple different reasons now. Right. One um, was okay, one was not so okay, but you know. It's 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 rough. And again, we knew this was gonna happen. We knew. <laughs> this is why we were trying to shut down the nursing homes and like people are so against it because we live in a free nation and this is where this is where it's funny because everyone that plays the part of a libertarian, everyone that plays a part of a patriot or plays a part of a conservative, depending on which angle you want to look at this or you're a socialite, right? It's interesting how everything changed at a drop of a, a drop of a hat when you couldn't control it anymore. It's almost like, say, your mom raises you to 25. She, you've never done a thing in your life, right? And she's just like, you know what? Here's coronavirus. I can't take care of you right now. We don't want to ever be, and I'm not bringing my political views into this because socialism is what it is. We are partially socialistic in this economy. We have social security for Jesus Christ. If you don't know that already, then you're you're dumb. No offense to you, you're dumb. We're two thirds or we're two thirds capitalist. We are one third or one third socialist. That is fact about the United States. All of a sudden, we need help, right? We're screaming for help. This free nation needs help from their government that they don't want to take control of certain things. And all of a sudden, we need help, right? We're going to recommendations from the CDC, World Health Organization. Luckily, is worldwide, but CDC, we fund here. There's CDC offices everywhere. You've probably seen them. Um, the next thing you know, we have people just abundantly asking for unemployment, which is a socialistic look. It's not a capitalist look because if you think from capitalism in a pure capitalistic society, it is a doggy dog world. And if you aren't the cheapest laborer, you're not going to be hired and they're going to get rid of you at any cost. That's what capitalism is. For those of you who don't know, this is what I actually am an expert in. I do have a partial degree in economics. That's what I went to school for. Um, then you start looking at things from a different perspective where people are like, I need this $1,200 check. I need assistance. I need this, that, and the third. I just got done talking with someone, insert name here, about the the uh, UN just brought up the idea of a global currency, which is a problem. That's that's new now. now that's new world order. When you talk NWO, that is literally what it is. That's the wrestle New World Order right here. I still think it's hilarious. I wish we can go back in time to like the 13, 1400s when people were dealing with the Black Death and it wiped out like half the world. Well, they were dumber too. Like you have to remember how much how much dumber they were I know, of a society but like us. just like looking at what they went through compared to, oh, we may lose a million people worldwide, but there's 7.7 billion people in this world. Like it's... Yeah, but the In thing- the grand, grand scheme of things... Like this shouldn't have happened, though. The point that it's even happening in that only a million people dying and kicking all these people out of work is causing a global catastrophe. But if it came from some sort of like whatever the the bat thing or whatever it is, there's nothing you could do to really to prevent that. Well, you you have to also remember, like countries that matter. No offense, and again, this is going to sound terrible for me to say, but I'm an isolationist, so I'm real with it. The country that matters, we're the greatest world power in the world. So the U.S. shut down. It is a global crisis for everybody. We shut down ports to China, Kyle. That's our number one exporter and importer. We had to. Do you know where most of our do you know where most of our fruit comes from? China. A lot of people don't know that. Most of your Asian countries support all it's of our fruits. It's very agricultural. It's fucking huge. And probably like what, eighty percent of that country. I bought is... grapes the other day for six dollars. I've never bought six dollar grapes in my fucking life. Were they amazing? No. Half <laughs> of them were fucking like gross. I'll never buy a grape from a fucking store until all this shit gets better. Honestly. It was terrible. And, and those are the things we you, you don't get, and you're not going to hear from a sports podcast everywhere. So, yeah, half of you probably have already finished listening, and I'll, I'll just throw out some names real quick: Patrick Ewing, Tom Brady, uh, Wayne Gretzky. So I get your attention again. It's just <laughs> you have to remember that sports should be the last thing on our minds. 
And this is the one thing that was bothering me last week. I said it. I, it bothered the fuck out of me that people sat back and really the first thing that went through their mind was like, well, where's our sports and why are they testing athletes more than regular people? Everyone should be fucking tested. There shouldn't be a cap on who gets the fucking testing. I think that... We got marked and you said it and I'm not going to be... I'm, we're one of. But a lot of people are saying we're the number one country testing. We are not. That is not even fucking close. We're not even close to number one. We're like top ten. Mind you again, too, for a population, and this is probably going off percentages of people that are getting tested. Yes. 60 million people in Italy versus 330 million in the U.S. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but again, and it goes down to it goes down to your socialites. It goes down to what happens. A 17-year-old boy just died in California about a month ago from this disease. There was the, the he, uh, six-year-old or whatever in Connecticut, or I think it was like a... But like that. It was really this one's day. a little bit different. Why I'm talking about it? He got denied care at urgent care because he didn't have insurance. No. I made the comment last week when we were sitting here before it got cut off, like a Sopranos episode. I said if an 80 year old woman goes in to get taken care of with good insurance and she's wealthy, versus a 17 year old kid who has no insurance, that 17 year old kid will not be treated. In other countries, they're not doing that. Why people in Italy have been dying at a rapid rate is because they're at medical triage. What medical triage in the world means is if you're over the age of 80, they're not taking care of you. I'm sorry. You've lived 80 years, but I'm sorry. A 16-year-old kid just got it. He needs this more than you do. It's like the fucking Titanic. That's the most- yeah, respect your elders. It's the most, it is the most iconic scene of all time of how we consider a scummy man when he stole that little girl and said he was her dad so he didn't have to be on the ship because men had to stay behind. Just because you think that you're poignant and that you're someone of affluence in society, that doesn't mean anything. We have to take care of each other as a group. So know that athletes are getting taken care of because they have it available. It's paid for. It's privatized. Unfortunately, ask the actually the best. It's called it's called medical biomes, and you can hear it in two K. They actually talk about it, which is the coolest thing. Um, they actually do blood testing per player consent and permission for the for the Mavericks. So I guarantee you all those Maverick players were taken care of. It's Mark Cuban. This. Yeah, all those players were taken care of. But again, you have to, and it's it fucking sounds terrible to say it this way, and this sounds so, like, slave trady, and I hate to say it this way, but you have to protect your assessment, your assets. And unfortunately, your assets are human beings, so you think you think Giannis Antetokounmpo didn't get tested immediately? <laughs> you know why Rudy Gobert, you knew that Rudy Gobert had it? It was because as soon as Rudy walked into the fucking uh, arena that evening, they fucking shoved a straw down his throat. Not his nose, just to see like if he had it. They have to right away. Like he's making millions of dollars. <sighs> so again, it's going to be rough. You have to stay inside because if if you meet a certain demographic, you may not be taken care of. And the last thing you should be worried about in the first place is spending your money on sports or watching sports or doing anything of the sort because you take care of yourself. We don't know where this is going to go. Now we're at stay home order. Dewine put us in until May first, and it could go long. I can't that. go to work till May first. And again, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be going um, because I'm sure at some point they're getting us ready, trying to set us up at home and stuff like that, give us software to download. Yeah. Stuff. I mean, my laptop is ancient, so it's from 2012. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to really work too well, but I'm I've just, recorded some stuff on it. But. I'm just baffled that people aren't seeing the reality and a threat of what this is. Have you ever been sent home for weeks on end because of a sickness? In your life, and we're playing this off. Again, it's uncharted territory, and again, I don't expect everybody to be smart enough or intellectually sound enough to understand what's going on 
where I'm like, okay, well, we're going through a pandemic and this is a global catastrophe. And they're just like, I can't get white bread. <laughs> you know, I can't get toilet paper. That's honestly like, because there's, there's certain people through this that um, their lives have not changed. Like for me. Yeah. Like I had my two weeks pretty much in quarantine because of my knee. After that, it was right back to business as usual. I'm right. still working full time. You know, I'm still doing this. I'm but still... I thought the same thing. I thought I was untouchable for a minute. Even though we should have been one of the first places to go, we weren't being brought up. So I was just like thinking, whatever, and we might not ever be called out. And, and when you start thinking like that, and me being the science guy that I am, I I got a message from one of my coworkers. She went to go buy a car, so she needed my telephone number to have proof of employment right now. Which, when she messaged me, she's like, she's like, I got to tell you something, Andrew. I'm like, what? She's like, you, you warned me ahead of time. She's like, this was going to happen. I said, it was writing on the wall. It's not even that, like, all you have to do is look up unbiased information. Don't watch Fox News. Don't watch CNN. Don't watch your local news channel. Just look up unbiased information. It's available to you. There's a chart right now showing you how the death rate's going. You seen it yet? It I, fucking goes straight the fuck up. It doesn't yeah. go, it doesn't stagger. It, it's not a linear line that's horizontal. It's a fucking vertical <sighs> line going straight up this chart. Yeah, it's not, it's not And gonna... they're not boosted numbers. They're not boosted <sighs> graphs. And every day, you can look it up. Actually, because we wanted to do it yesterday, or the last episode that we did it. But the last numbers I saw was like, like yeah, like 67, Coronavirus live 000. update right now. Yeah. Hold on, I got you. There's one point. Two, I already three, have it up. Three million? It was just that for a second, but it's 1.26 million people. Yeah. 68,500 deaths. I've had this chart saved. Yes. 260,000 have recovered. And that's the one thing. First of all, let me fucking get this through people's heads because they want positive news. There's no positive news in this kind of light. Well. The first one that people are saying, whoa, 260,000 people are recovered. Take that 260,000 away from how many people are sick still. My, see, my A thing, million people are still but see, sick. See, my thing about this chart, because we both have the same thing up right now, is that of the current cases, so there, right now there's almost a million current active cases. Only 5% of that is serious or critical. Now, that's still a lot of people, yeah. but it's not the 21%. So if that number stays how it is and we start seeing more cases get resolved at some point, I feel confident that number won't jump too, too mild. Well, percentage will go they down. They said that we haven't hit a surge yet in the United States. We're coming up very soon. Within the next couple of days, like this said, next yeah. week they said is when the surge is going to happen. They're saying 10,000 cases a day. So say that surge does increase and we increase our number by, I'm going to say at least 15%. I say the worldwide cases will go up by 15%. But there's going to be tens of millions of cases. Oh, I think so. I think, I think I think we're going to be close. And when I told you, I said we're going to be close to 100 million, over 100 million cases. And I said, I, and now we're in an argument because he doesn't know if I said nationally or worldwide a million people. Even if I went with the latter and said with Kyle's answer, right? That's that's fine. I still I could stick by that number and be okay with it because I, the CDC is saying at least two hundred fifty thousand people are going to die. Like that's why I told you maybe a couple hundred thousand total, just because in the U.S. and, and that's if it gets super is bad. Fair, which is, 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 is it, it's I mean we're doing a lot better. And people have to remember, we used to call it the Spanish flu. You probably learned about it as the Spanish flu. Uh, They only called it the Spanish flu because actually the U.S. government did start this one. It was in the military, and they didn't send some people home, and they're shipping them out. They got sick. The influenza of 1918, the chart that everyone talks about flattening the curve. There will be fucking four phrases we'll never forget for the rest of our life. It's corona, flattening the curve, essential, and stay well. When I talk to people on the phone, they don't say have a good day. They say stay well. It's, with, it's super weird. I go to physical therapy still twice a week because I'm essential because I'm post-op. So, like, I yeah. still get to go. And, like, the one lady, like, she said, like, you know, how are you doing? Oh, and I never know how to ask people that anymore, you know? I'm like, 
Well, it's weird. It's it's, but it's weird. My life world to live, yeah. hasn't changed. I know. And, and it so it's like for everybody yeah, it changes. You know? Like when people are like, "Yeah, I'm going to work." I'm like, "Yeah, that's a fucking luxury. <laughs> that's a, that's a luxury." Probably like this. Yeah, the unemployment numbers skyrocketed. Six point six million. That's the most in, in recent. And that's record. just from the past week. Like it's it's the overall is over ten. The the percentage points up to over four and a half percent. Like it's <sighs> it's rough. And getting back getting back down to reality, basically what and what I'm getting at is is stating everything we do is being taken for granted. And we're we're taking this. I said, speak with I said, speak with optimism, but be cautious. We'll never forget those phrases for a reason. And it's going to be interesting. It's going to be it's going to be severely interesting. And do I see sports coming back? Maybe it just depends on when this curve happens and how you go about it. But going back to the 1918 thing, just to give you a synopsis on why they're talking about it. If you haven't heard from your local governors about it, or if you haven't heard from uh, some of the national stuff, I know Dewine has talked about it. So a lot of our listeners are from Ohio, but. There was the the flu, flu of 1918. There was the, the two different cities that they like to measure, Philadelphia and St. Louis. As soon as this happened, St. Louis went on a, a whole city lockdown. Their curve was very small. Philadelphia is like, fuck it. We don't care. We're just going to go as business as usual. Very Philly-esque, if you have to ask me. But um, And they threw a fucking parade for the people coming back from war. And immediately they skyrocketed. People dying everywhere, getting sick everywhere because they didn't social distance. It's not a lost art. Like When you get sick... Actually, even in even in the animal kingdom, as an animal or Neanderthals back in the day, if you were sick or like had some type of disease, they'd stay away from you. Chickens, if you're fucking mutated like a chicken, again for my science nerds, you've done this where you hatch chicks and you dyed their dyed their feathers and stuff, and you dye their skin, you do the embryo testing and stuff like that. Sometimes you guys fuck up. When you end up poking the embryo too hard, your chicken comes out messed up, like messed up. Even if the chicken has a slight mental like a mental development issue. The chickens will kill the other chicken because they don't want to be around it. They don't want that to be in their circle. And again, when it comes down to sickness, it's the same thing. They'll, they'll separate themselves. Again, we as human beings are a little bit more compassionate. Our morals are different if something is, is mentally developed, having some mental development issues. We take care of it. We try, to, we try to rehab it. We're not chickens. But one thing that we have to kind of take attention to to other animals is like, if you're fucking sick, stay away. Like, don't come near them. This is the worst time, too, because, like, this is usually the time of year where I get, like, sinuses. This is the time of year where people are trying to fuck. Like, it's springtime. It's like people are like, like, a hot, hot girl summer's canceled. I'm sorry. It's well, not over. for everybody. Some people did it, and they, they paid for it, but. I'm sorry. Yeah, Florida. Uh, Florida got fucked up. And then did you see the chart that they showed of, like, where these people are coming back from? Of course, Ohio's, like, one of the major fucking states where, like, people are coming from from spring break. I'm like, assholes. You fucking assholes. That's actually the first thing, uh. Jake Brower, one of the guys we were going to have on our team this past year, which hopefully maybe soon, maybe next year we could, if we even have if, basketball. If basketball's even a thing, yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to have to play with a VR headset. He, uh, he took his uh, his girlfriend down to Florida, like, immediately, and they, they just, like, quarantined in a hotel down there for, like, a week. I mean, which would be dope. I mean, that's a cool way to quarantine, don't get me wrong, but... Yeah. I don't know, like, it's... it's... <sighs> we're sitting here talking sports because we're trying to bring you guys something to be in a little bit lighter of a situation. Me and Kyle haven't seen each other in about a, almost a month now. Yeah. Um... It, it's rough for everybody, honestly. I, I dropped groceries off to my grandmother, um, and she wouldn't let me in her house. First time I've never been able to walk into my grandmother's house. You know how hard that was to do? She posted on Facebook the other day, which one of the saddest things, when my mom went to see her, she said, this is the first time in my life I didn't get to hug and kiss my daughter goodbye. No. And again, that's just my grandma. Imagine like how imagine the older people who don't have independency or, or uh, don't have independency, and they also don't have anybody they can depend on. So like... You know, like, Tori and Colton spent a lot more time together than, like, you know, 
yeah me for the most part because i'm not i work and stuff like that she goes she right. works at his daycare and all that stuff so like she hasn't been able to take him to see her side of the family in weeks you know he hasn't seen my mom except for when she was doing me the rehab stuff when she took me to get my other follow-up right. appointment other than that i haven't seen my mom i haven't seen my grandma and yeah you know, I'm, weeks, I'm fortunate to live in the bumfucked Egypt, and we have very little cases in yeah. our county. Um, I see my mom still. Like I'll go and see her and whatever. But well, this I, county I is the worst, and I kind of I, I put two and two together here. Um, this is the only county in the state that mandated the plastic bag ban, and Cuyahoga County leads the entire state of Ohio in confirmed cases of COVID-19. Cuyahoga County is also one of the largest. The populations are very clustered too. This is one of the largest. This is one of the largest counties. Well, second largest behind Franklin, yeah. But, yeah. But never, because that's where Columbus is, and Cincinnati's close up there, too. But, like, still, like, this is... <laughs> Giant Eagle, man. They had to push those those reusable bags. There you go. I'm trying to see the county thing. It's... Uh... The county one's fun to look at. I'm not going to lie to you. Because, like... Hey, the, I saw productions that said Wyoming's going to lose 150 people. For them, that's, like, half their population, so that's pretty big. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nevertheless, um, you know, at some point we probably should just move on from this. This is April 5th. So where I live, there is Erie and Sandusky, which is about where I live in both of those. Sandusky might be a little rougher than Erie, I think. No, Erie actually, Sandusky County, this is some, some people don't know this, so this is a good learning moment. Uh, Sandusky is not in Sandusky County. Right. So Sandusky's only got five cases. Seneca, which is weird because that's a very squared off, like all rural, they have five cases too. Erie has six. So where we're at, we're one of the lighters. There's still fucking, there's counties that don't have cases. How's Wood County doing? <laughs> Toledo. 23, yeah. Lucas yeah. and Wood County, 272 in Lucas. Well, actually, I think Lucas might be where. You're on the border, I think. I don't know which one it's in. Toledo University would probably have to be on Lucas' side, yeah. so 272. Plus there's a college. So I mean, it's, it's not Kyle Hogg at 781. Yeah. Franklin only has 557. Hamilton, Cincinnati is 288. Yeah. Mahoning, which is um, Youngstown. Youngstown, has 250. Lorraine, which is just a terrible area to live in, no offense, is 105. Summit's probably the worst, it's 184. So I hate that. Uh, Summit's, that's where I coached, so I, I didn't I didn't mind it. Uh, Akron's a, Akron, uh, honestly, if you had to go through all Cleveland cities, list the worst one. Suburbs of Cleveland City? And all, any city you've ever been to. I'm telling you, like, my top three worst places to go, since, er, not Cincinnati, Lima is a terrible place. So I hopefully lose every single Lima listener that we have. I'll tell you, Lima's one of the worst uh... places. Um, Youngstown's terrible, and then Akron. I hate Akron with a passion. Do you? Yeah. Just deleted something. If you look up top 10 worst Ohio cities, there's a whole list. And, like, Lima is number one almost every time. East Cleveland, honestly, is the worst. But if you're going to East Cleveland, you're doing something that you shouldn't be in the first place. So, (laughs) honestly, I'm not surprised that you're down there. Oh, brother. Um, All right, guys. So, I think that's enough corona talk for now. Um, Corn dog virus. I'm sure we'll end up talking about it more as, as the weeks go on and as the months go on. But for now, we can kind of cap that and we can talk about something positive that's coming out that we actually may be interested in watching uh, in the coming weeks. The uh, Michael Jordan Bulls documentary, it's 10 parts, um, was supposed to air, I believe, in like the summer or something like that. Maybe yeah, April the 19th it's coming. Yeah, so a couple weeks away. Are mm, you maybe. Inter- are you interested in seeing Hell yeah. a darker side of Michael Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I've only heard bad things about Michael Jordan, honestly. And like Fucking now, when you start, when you get past being the basic sports fan, you start listening to real stories about Michael Jordan. Like he's made players cry and shit, and like people don't admit to it. Like Kwame Brown, like the story of him and Kwame Brown. Oh my god, Kwame Brown swears up and down to this day, and I think it's only to cover his manlyhood that he never cried. 
and that Michael was rough on him, but he appreciated that he was rough on him. And it feels so fake because like even like Glenn Davis, Kevin or Kevin Garnett thing, because Kevin Garnett in his interview with ESPN when they had Paul Pierce on said, I prided myself on being a good teammate. And I said, hmm, really? And I was like, it's like you made Glenn Davis cry. <laughs> you called him a pussy. And before it was allowed, the F word that we're not allowed to say anymore. You called him that. <laughs> like you you said that to a grown man made him cry. The grand that grown man's name nickname was Big Baby. So Well he got that nickname from Shaq. That's not fair. Big baby. <laughs> Brandon Bass got the nickname from fucking Kevin Garnett. No pass bass. That came from Kevin Garnett. I just love Brandon Bass. No pass bass, baby. Uh, Every single time. Desagana Jop. Another guy I used to like watching. Who? Desagana Jop. Remember him? Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, Deshaun Jop. Yeah, Deshaun Jop is what I used to call him. Deshaun. Desagana Jop. Is that how you say his first name? Yeah. I thought it was Deshaun Wop or something. Like, wow. Deshaun Wop. <laughs> Gucci Gucci Man Wop, yeah. There's some there's some guys wow. that you'll just never forget watching. Emeka uh, Okafor is up there for me. I he, loved Emeka Okafor. He was supposed to be fucking He was huge. good. He just ended up getting injured a lot. There's a Charlotte, too. Yeah. Where careers go to die. Yeah, if, if you want to die. Well, back then it was Charlotte. If you wanted Charlotte, no matter. It was like end of. End of Larry Johnson's era. After that, okay, I'll give a break. End of Baron Davis's era. Well, that's when people went to die. This is Bobcats now. That was the thing too. But that's what I'm saying. So that Hornets, even when they went down to New Orleans for that short period of time and then split off and was Charlotte, like that was unless you were G Force. G Force is the only person I get. Gerald Wallace and his career wasn't even as good as I don't think it was supposed to be. Raymond Felton was supposed to be huge. They both got designated into role players by. You know, halfway Charlotte. through, yeah, by, by the, by the, prison, there, by the yeah. prison running Michael Jordan. If you're a star in Charlotte, that means you're a six man at best somewhere else. So Unless you you're Kemba Walker. No, Kemba Walker's yeah. worked out a career. Yeah. So he's an all star. G Force was an all star, though. Yeah. What are you going to do? Wow. I'm interested. I want to watch that. Um, New, now, now, if you want to die, if you want your career to end, you just go to the Knicks. <laughs> it's where you go. It's funny how every year they're like they're a supreme landing destination for all these places because it's the best place you can make money outside of sports and yada yada. I was like, but who wants to play in that fucking porter potty Madison Square Garden? I'm like, <laughs> Spike Spike Lee doesn't even want to be there. Giannis wants to play there apparently. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Milwaukee's a ter- no offense again, and I do have friends that listen that listen from Wisconsin area. I think Milwaukee is a terrible <laughs> fucking place as well. It's like, imagine wanting to be so ghetto that you just commit the crimes so you can think that Milwaukee's ghetto. Like, that's what Milwaukee is. They want to be Listen. They want to be a Detroit, a Chicago, Cleveland so bad, Giannis they're is, willing to be like, Giannis fuck, is a, Giannis, man. <laughs> Giannis is a very different kind of person. Like, he's very, like, you know... I'm not saying about Giannis. I'm just saying I understand why he doesn't want to be in Milwaukee. I think he, I don't but think just float your ass up to Minnesota. I don't think Go he hang out with Carl Anthony Towns. I don't think he doesn't want it. It's not that he wants to be in Milwaukee. I think he just wants a brighter stage to be... I don't think he wants to be in that dirty that city guy. Milwaukee. I'll say it the way it needs yeah. to be said. I've had good experiences in Wisconsin, so I'm not going to take you a shot in Milwaukee. You know they have a statement called Wisconsin Skinny? It's because they're so overweight there that chunky, chunky girls... Chubby girls have to call themselves Wisconsin skinny out there. You find some pretty pretty girls going to UW. I don't know. Okay, that's know. fine, but they're still Wisconsin skinny. <laughs> that's an answer, dude. Look it up. It's a real fucking phrase. I didn't know that. I didn't know that until a couple weeks ago. Wisconsin skinny. What do no, they, what do they call fat. girls? What do they call girls from Mississippi then? Mississippi thicky, baby. <laughs> Mississippi thicky. I should put that in the description of this episode. Mississippi Thicky. It's another shirt one right there. Oh, dear God. Uh, so, guys, we're going to end the episode this week on a bit of a lighter note. Normally we do one thing bothering did us. Did we finish all of our topics? We did. Oh, wow. Actually. Uh, 
So normally we would, we would end on like one thing bothering us, but instead of doing that, we're going to try and stay positive and have more fun with this last segment now. Uh, I kind of wrote this out. I wanted. To, I think I have an idea about what Andrew's going to pick, but I still I I want to see what he uh, what he has to say. I don't remember what we were. So the official thing I typed to you when I sent you the topic list was our favorite sports memory of each other. Oh, of each other? Yeah. So we've known each other for a long time now. I'd say about the better part of almost a decade. We've we've been friends, and I'd say probably the last maybe. Five, six, seven years. So we've been one best of friends. ourselves and one of you. No, we only of oh. our ch- the best sports to, memory I of each say, other. I know what my favorite moment of myself was, and it's a recent one. And, and I don't think it'll be the same when you're. Playing. And it's very, very, very selfish for you to think that way. But <laughs> there's one that makes me laugh about you guys that was like a prime moment for me. But go ahead. I so that's I wanted to end on that to make it a little more lighthearted, a little more fun in the wake of all this bullshit we're dealing with. Oh my god. My so. Gosh. Now, do you want to start or do you want me to go first? You go first because I, okay. I think I know you're mine, – mine's more of like a wholesome one, so I'm going to so, wait and see what your answer is to see because I'll think Mine's, mine's funny, but it was, I never felt more proud, and I never told you that how, how proud I was of you this. I always took it very personally. So we went to play basketball at this park in Fairview Park, and Andrew had played there a bunch of times, <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't been there too much. I don't think at all, really. And, and, and mind me, because mind me, I already know what the story's about to be, know that I'm a very – I'm a very boisterous person. I'm very confident. So, like when we just did a thing where we said, "What's my best quality of me uh, of me on the court?" Cal put confidence, which, in fairness, is yeah. my best quality. Yeah. Because I, I walk on the court like my dick's touching my fucking kneecap. Like I, I am that person. Um, but most of the time, I will back it up, or I will have people to back it up. So, get into this story. So now. Let, me, let me let me tell you. Uh, okay, I gotta call her in a second. Okay. Uh, so yeah, this this is the deal. What goes down? We we come into the court. And if you guys have played with myself and Andrew, you know most of the time it, it's kind of a foregone conclusion what we do, especially through the leagues and stuff like that. You know, I've kind of been the the score or whatever. I've kind right. of been the thing or whatever. Andrew kind of is the supplemental guy to me. So we go on the court and <laughs> like, oh, yeah, everyone's like happy to see this guy, right? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like okay, cool. He knows his people, whatever. And uh, they looked at me and they, they, they assumed whatever I was with them. And they're like, oh, yeah. So is that your sixth man? <laughs> And uh, oh man! If you <laughs> listen, now this is when, this is when so, I lost all my weight too. So like I actually looked like I was in better. I was about two two thirty five, two forty. Yeah. So so my my thing was okay. You know, I, in the time I was like, what the fuck does that? <laughs> do they even know like how this works? Like Kyle's a very confident person too. Listen, so like, I, like Kyle, I'm the, right there. I played college basketball. Like, him, I was we alpha we alpha each other quite a bit. So like when he says yeah. that kind of thing, I supplement him on offense because I'm more overweight than I need to be. Um, I would be better if I could run the point guard. I, I'm working on the weight situation. Currently, I'm actually 35 pounds down. So Andrew is getting there. So hopefully for next season, if there is a season, I can run a little bit of the point. But it And I agree with that 100%. Kyle, I supplement Kyle. Unless it's on the defense end, that's where I kind of anchor things. It, Kyle, Kyle's our number one go-to offensive guy. That's just kind of what it is. I, I had the full skill set. and I, They said that to me. <laughs> And I looked at Andrew, he just started fucking dying. Yeah. Like he was like, yeah. I'm like, what the? I literally told him, like, six man? <laughs> and, like, I played, like, shit that day, I'm pretty sure, too. Oh, yeah, like, that took everything away from you. And that's oh, yeah. what, I was still lighting it. I love that. That's Morton. If you yeah, guys are familiar yeah. with Morton Park. So that was my, and, again, I never told Andrew this, but, like, I, as as much as my ego took a shot that day <laughs> from being called a six man, which I had not experienced since possibly playing for Tri-C at one point when they told me that's what my role would have been, probably, like, I was like, well, fuck. 
I don't know if I'm ever going to hear that again. So I really appreciate. No, the yeah, fact I don't that you... know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that'll happen again. Maybe, so that, that was maybe my, if I lose all the weight. My again, favorite but... memory. Now that we've had other stuff too. The championship game. I think where you hit one of the bigger shots and I think our first run for a championship when we played. That, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Like, and I was that, like, I was fucking hyped for that shit. That one. That's the one I was thinking about telling was uh, about us was that one because Derek looked at me and that's the first. It's funny that you say that and that's the first story that came to my mind. Cause you're like about us and I was like that one because Derek looked at me and said, "Fuck, man, what are we going to do? We're down by five, right?" So I'm like, watch this. I'm going to go out and score five points real quick. So the first thing I do, I got a corner, and I line drive this ball at the hoop. It's not even a beautiful shot. It's like a straight line drive, and I make the three, smack it. Then I get the ball, and they foul me. I hit both my free throws. So I've tied the game up. I think out of that moment, I remember when Josh came up to you and said, oh, I got this, right, acting all tough. But he came up to me begging to shoot those free throws like a puppy, dude. He said, please, 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 can I shoot them? Oh, yeah, I don't fucking care. Go ahead. Yeah, That, that, that first... moment, that, that first champion was... That, that was, was not game, a team that should have won. That was the game where, yeah, like, I didn't. I was off that day. I remember I, I had six threes in that game, and that was it. Like I couldn't do anything else. Like, yeah, I just hit a couple threes, a couple in the fourth quarter to pull it closer. We say six is that's not a lot, but that's funny. That's a lot of threes, mm-hmm. but I mean, still for me, for our team name being Team Hoist, I you, wanted you'd to expect it. <laughs> I wanted to do more in that game, and I didn't. And I think the second time around, I don't, I don't know if I scored twenty or not. I think I maybe had like that I, championship, our second championship. I don't know what I did in that game because we had we had Christian and Jose with us too. So the first time it was just Jose, so I was more of the focal point. On yeah. offense still. Honestly, our focus, our focal point on offense was you, me, Josh, Jose. Yeah. That was it. And that year, I kind of balled out that year, too, because I, I had that, 12 in the championship. I liked that team better, and it wasn't even just because I was scoring more. It was because... We butted heads on our second championship team. Yeah. The first year seemed like we just had more fun. Like, we added more... We, now Jose we, and Christian mended well together because they're cousins, yeah. and that's what kind of hurt us, unfortunately, because, like... Well, Jose got more guarded off instead of being more accepting everybody else on the team. Also... Jose and the Doug thing was an issue yeah. for a little bit, and yeah. then for me, Jose wanted me to do more. Right, but like I, I was struggling. I'm not gonna lie, I was struggling that season. Right. I was just like I could, I could anchor down defense. I did what I needed to do. I drew fouls. But if you guys don't know about me, they used to call me David Lee. That was a good nickname for me when I was a kid. Jason Capono or like Kevin Love before Kevin Love was skinny. So like, my game is post to two three. But on that team, they drove a lot. So like, it kicked me out of the post. I can't play high post like I want to, and then roll my way to the three. So I had to play majority three-point line, which is fine because I've had games where our first our first big playoff one, me, you, and Grant, when I had 18, you had 25, and Grant had 21. All mine were off of three-pointers. I took literally, I made all six of my, our all six shots were all three-pointers. And I was wetting it up. It's, it's just kind of those moments that we have together. Um, but my favorite moment for you of all time, if, and I, I picked the first one that came to my mind. This is actually the first story before even that uh, championship one was – the moment that I had for you, and it's funny, we both have like proud moments. One was like, it's the happiest I've ever seen you in basketball, and it's where I like I would love to see you again. Was when we were playing at Legion, and we made the videos of you dunking. Mm. Again, that was when I was in my weight loss, so I was cutting back a little bit. I wasn't as big. I was able to grab rim there, but I just couldn't get in, couldn't put it in. It's also where we met Future. I remember Future yeah. that yeah. 360 windmill dunk he did, which is nuts. But like Kyle was able to dunk on a normal basis at this time, and it, like you could just see the sense of empowerment inside of him. Like he was just like, he was he was healthy and he was like good. He wanted to like, he was ready to do something for. And I hate to sound like a superhero moment, but it's like for the greater good. Like this was going to be for all of us. You know what I mean? This wasn't like next season. Doug was even involved. I was involved. We were doing well. We were balling really hard. Like it. And it was when we got Grant finally. Grant yeah. finally decided to join, and and like we knew that we were going to be something special, which we were. We ended up winning the second championship before that, that. was probably. That summer, and I would say two summers ago, 2018, those two summers were probably the best I've felt. Like, 
my knees felt good. I, my body felt good. I felt like strong and I was like, and it showed like it really did. And it's, and since the, when I hurt my leg the first time two years ago with that spider fracture after we won our second championship, it's been hard to get back. Yeah. We're getting older. I mean, it's going to be Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm only fucking 25. Like, this shouldn't be. Uh, I asked asked Greg Oden, he'll tell you. Well, I'm not fucking Greg Oden, man. I also didn't have 14 foot surgeries before my 21st birthday. Like, I, like, I just had my first surgery. Yeah. Like, it's, I shouldn't be feeling like this. So it's, it's a mission for me to whenever I can start, like, running and taking things seriously again, whenever I get the all clear to do so, to to do it, I'm going to avoid certain workouts. Like, I can't do lunges. I just can't. Like you freeze up, yeah. That's what fucked up my leg the first time. Yeah, you just freeze up. Well, my, I, I have no, you my have knee no cartilage, is not so strong yeah. enough to hold. Well, even not if, even, even just that. It, you don't have cartilage. Way. If you have two bones rubbing against each other, that's friction. Yeah. It's no longer like something smooth. I need the support of my other leg to do something like that. That's right. why I can't jump off one. I just can't. I, for layups, I can, but not for dunks. I just can't get up high enough to do it. Yeah. So my goal, whether, again, I'm not saying it has to be, I'm not going to give myself a deadline for it. I just wanted to, I want one day to look at the scale and see, see 215. Mine's 220, so I am in the same boat. I told you my biggest thing is like I got to dunk at my dad now. All that shit he talked. If your dad gets, well, he's not going to get that surgery now because it's not priority. So he no, can't but do not it, even but just that. I, I'm going to lose more weight before my dad does. Well, if if your dad that. got the surgery, he'd lose the weight. Yeah, but I, I can still. I'll lose it. You know how quickly I can lose weight and gain weight. It's just been something since our friendship. He's known I can do whenever the fuck I really want to. It's just I'd have to set my priority to do so. And that's the thing. Like he's. I don't know how he can say that. Because, like, I've grabbed rim when I was younger with him. Like, my first time ever dunking was my summer going into ninth grade year. I started dunking sophomore year. Or not sophomore year. Um, eighth grade summer year. So, for me, Kyle's seen it when I have lost weight. Because I've glassed people over at Nike. I've done it over at at Kurtz. Those are two places you've seen me do it. And I've grabbed rim at Legion, which is like nine and a half. At, like, a, a substantially different weight than what I was when I was younger. So when he talks all that shit, I'm going to fucking dunk on him. I wish Commons was still here because Commons was, like, that 9-8. It wasn't fully 10, and that was where I first dunked. Like, I actually dunked in a game was there. Some kid threw me an oop, and that was the first dunk I had. I think the only time I've dunked in a game once or twice, and it was both times it was at uh, Kurtz. I've dunked, I've dunked in games for, like, I, when I told you when I played AAU. It was the only time I ever, like, fully dunked. Um, but I, I can't really talk like highly of myself, Dunky, because I like. Dunked. I didn't get it. Like I, I didn't dunked re- like Mike Dunleavy. So me sitting back here. I never me that took I- it seriously until my freshman year at Toledo. That's when I started doing a lot more leg workouts, a lot of calf raises, all that kind of stuff. And, and that's me when- slamming the ball. Like I was soft fingered. Like I didn't like. If you if you've ever my actually thing was dunked, too hard. It hurts. I was I was trying to like yeah, fucking. Man. That's when yeah. one of the guys. I just this one guy that was a little Asian dude that was there. He's like, dude. He's like, why are you trying to throw it down so hard? I'm like, well, it's, I just, it's natural for me. He's like, just go light. Like, start off just trying to, like, fingertip it. It's fingertip what it's called. It in, and then eventually it. you can kind of get the feel for it. So That's I started listening I to him. Well, me and like, you also have big hands. I can grip well, a that basketball. Was, so that That's was why that video you saw from Toledo where I didn't I didn't throw it down hard. I just got up just high enough and just tapped it in. I was like, doop, doop. That was yeah. all it was. My goal, like, my goal is to get my forearm. Because I used to show you, like, when we actually first started playing where I would end up doing it at when actually when I lost all the weight, right. it's usually your forearm, it's usually just below where your cuff line would be. It's usually right. where you would, like, fucking throw the ball in because you can bend it in. But, like, when you first start dunking, your palm and the ball, your goal is to just let it slide off your fingers. Right. It's called rim grazing for a reason. You're grazing with your fingers. It's not a rim graze because you fucking wobbled in. Rim graze is when you're grazing with your fingers. Then once you learn how to do that, you start grabbing the rim so it looks like you've done more. It's still a rim graze, mm-hmm. but you're hanging. And then after that, that's when you start, like, I call them quick drops. Quick drops in, you just... 
like this, just across your wrist so you're not hurting yourself. It just falls in. So it looks good. Skinny kids love to do that. Then after that, that's when you start fucking yamming that bitch. I never got to the point where I could yam that bitch. Like, I could do it on the commons, and I could do it at Legion when I used to play there back in the and day. see, this still happens or like, with me. if you've ever been to Strongsville Rec in the blue room, they keep those hoops about 9-5. Yeah. That's when you well, still fucking yeah, up there. But, like, uh, I'll get, like, without a ball, I can jump, hang on the rim, whatever. And, like, one time I was like, okay, so how much of my hand is actually going over the rim? Like, now. And I jump up, and you could tell like, it cuts off like right here. So that's me saying, okay, if I can just get it to here, right, an extra we're, inch we're or two. Yeah. And the problem with being a two foot jumper too, if you're not like a guard, it it's longer to get up. Mm-hmm. You you don't get that quick jump off. You don't get that quick takeoff. So it's, it's I couldn't really jump off it too. It was hard for me. I I always mine had was to. always. I have a gather. I'm left. You know, I'm left footed. Yeah. So like same thing. I'm left handed for basketball. So I'm I'm jumping off my left foot and putting it in. So like they say that you should be bringing it across your body too. So when you open up, you have more, like, it, it, it kind of expands you to go up. But see, now with me, too, especially, that's that twisting motion where if I... No, not even a twist. Just bring your arm, just just your hips. Well, so you can... So your hips, so you can, like, lunge yourself in the air, yes. Yeah. Which so, I like, just can't. that's something I mean, that they taught us how to do. That's, um, dude, ever since I was a kid, like, I just never could find a way to comfortably jump off one and feel like, yeah, I felt good. I just couldn't. And the easiest way to learn how to dunk, and don't let anybody ever tell you different, isn't to do it off jump off a one or jump off a two learning to do it that way the easiest way for you to learn how to is free forming it which is like alley oops kids are throwing yep. you oops like you're gonna you're, no ball yeah. you're gonna like you, if you can grab the rim you missed the ball but you ended up grabbing the rim you did it like you've dunked you just missed an oop so at that point that's when you start adding smaller balls a tennis ball you move on to like rubber ones and then you move on to a basketball um, I, I started learning how to dunk because me and Grant had like the 28.5 balls back in the day. Mm-hmm. And we moved up. He had His parents had a really nice Goliath hoop when he was younger, or Atlas hoop. So his, his moved up. You, if you remember the red, black, yep. and, and clear background ones, you could adjust in the back with the hand thing. That's what we did. Yeah. So like, I Mark started. Would, like go away on the sideline. Yeah, we just we are in my backyard. I've and, always been taller than Grant, believe it or not, until like recently. <laughs> now Grant's like two inches, three inches taller than me. But back in the day, I used to dunk the fuck. I used, he used to want to dunk at seven and a half. So every time how I'd win a dunk championship is I just move the hoop up to eight. And I just fucking yam it. He can't do it. So he started being able to dunk on eight, so I'd move it up to eight and a half, do that. So my thing was this. is In his backyard, is the first place I ever dunked. His hoop, again, wasn't a perfect 10-foot, so he'll argue that it wasn't an official dunk there. Uh, his hoop was three inches taller than what it was set at. So we set it at 9.5, and it would have been 9.8, which 9.8 is literally four inches away from being 10-foot. So I'm fine with that, and that's where I learned. I remember our... Our uh, our day there, he we were just going all the way up and went to nine, and then Devin Browning showed up, and he's like, "All right, well, let's try to dunk on nine and a half. Devin went up; he can't do it because he's smaller than me as it is. He's almost getting it, and so I go up and I get it, but I hang onto the rim and I fall on my back. That's the story I've always told you. Story he should remember. <laughs> I remember I I went to go, I dunked it. I got both hands, which I I can I struggle. I'm a, I'm one handed dunker. If I'm to dunk, I'm to dunk with one hand unless it's a noob. Oopa will try to catch it with both, so I can hang there. It just looks cool. So I caught it and I grabbed onto the rim like this and it swings you. If you've ever been in momentum, you get swung and you like I fell back and he's his fucking concrete driveway, so I fucked my back up. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> oh. There you go, people. Again, Man. I just I wanted... yeah, my favorite moment from you is I'm tell you that Legion one was a moment. That was that was a fun day. Doug was throwing me oops, you were throwing me oops from the three point line. Ten of the day okay, there's another one too. If we want to like make a, a notable uh, honorable uh honorable notes would be uh, would mean you beat that Division Two basketball team up at Strongsville. We cooked them up, like we fucked them up. That was when that you remember that center was trying to guard me, and I crossed his ass up. 
I'm broke as shit, and I started laughing. I Strongsville <laughs> is can either be one of the funnest places to play or one of the stupidest places, and it depends on who you're running with. Well, like, it's because they, they'll look at you and judge you based on that, which is my honestly, Kyle knows this about me, and it's almost one of Kyle's favorite things to do because like they'll leave him open from three, and he'll just start blasting. It's the them. first thing we do with with you, especially. Yeah, because if I have the ball, bringing the ball up, I'm just running to your side. I'm dishing off. I'm setting the screen, yeah. letting you shoot. Because I'm known as I have a I have a statement I, I like to make. It's called um, if I if it the deeper the deeper it is, the better it looks. So like one of our first games we had this year playing together when we brought Mark out of, out of retirement was I pulled up from he said I pulled up from the timetable. There's no way he's hitting another one, <laughs> which I did. I pulled up I pulled up from the fucking hash mark. I pulled up from the hash mark because he wasn't guarding me. Like it was always a disrespectful for, thing for me when I told you about AAU. If you, if you're not checking me at half court. First of all, that means you're disrespecting our team because every single AEU, eighth grade team, ninth grade team, they all play half court press. That's just kind of known because you get in a full you get in a full court diamond when you start making varsity and junior varsity. They weren't checking me. I'm like, I'm gonna fuck these kids up. So I pull up two steps in from three point line would be or two steps in from half court is where I'd be shooting, guaranteed, every single time. I make it, I look like a hero. If I don't make it, coach is pissed. Coach's coach's dad is are uh, the the dad of the team. Or my coach was my best friend's dad, and he played on that team. So at that time, it really didn't make a difference to me. But I had fun. We had fun as a team. But I'll tell you, that's one thing that me and Kyle do all the time. Kyle does something even more disrespectful. He'll he'll do a step back on him if he gets a little bit of separation. Then he'll look at him. And I don't think he notices that I notice all the time, but I watch him do it. And he, it's just enough time for them to gather themselves to play a little bit of defense, which is why it pisses me off. Because if he just pulls it, he's wide open. But I know he has to be disrespectful and look at him like he's an anime character about to finish somebody. And that was honestly, uh, for the better part of a couple of years, that step back was fucking deadly. Yeah. Even now, I, I haven't really played in a while, so I can't tell you. But like that was always the move where I was like, Mine's yeah. that Paul Pierce... Joe Johnson low dribble that no one can grab. For a big guy, I get down pretty low. That's why I fuck Doug up every time. You know, Doug swears up and down. He, I've never crossed him. I think, every, I think everybody's crossed Doug at some well, point. Well, not even just that. You I remember Dale that? Crossed Doug you remember that one at Fairview I did to him? Yeah. Yeah, I fucked him up. Or the one in Medina when we went to go play with his friends. He was talking all that shit. I crossed a couple people there though that day. There's only one person that you haven't crossed yet. You, but you're so long. It's it's unhard. It's also it, I'm a me, good fucking defender. Me skinnier, <laughs> me skinnier might be able to get a, a little bit more speed on you just because it'll take you longer to turn around compared to me. Six two versus six six are two different things. Still with the reach. So also against your reach you, is gonna lock me. But the thing about that was like I didn't underestimate you. I don't underestimate anybody. No, like, because you knew I came with like even though I had stories, I would come with glimpses of what I was capable of doing. That's you always put bits and pieces together. I was waiting for like the the. Because the four or five games in a row where you just were everything. And, and, and that's, that's going to come when you lose the weight. I I, yeah, you. I'm tired a lot of the time. It's yeah. the truth. Like, they'll catch me not running, and they're like, you need a break. It's not that I need a break. It's just I know where to use my energy. If you get Andrew on the court as a fat guy, I'm still really fast. Like, I'm able to keep up with a lot of the people on our team. The thing is, is that I'll use that only on fast break offensive opportunities if there isn't other guys leaking, and I'll use it on defense because our team is not defensively stout. We have a couple of guys that can really handle it, but after that, it's just like I, I yell all the time. I would I, I used to help coach this at the same time. So I'm yelling at it. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, guys! How many times do I have to tell you to get back on a break? And I'm like, hey, you can't just stand there. I was like, I understand you just gassed yourself out running on offense, but like if I'm the only fucking dude back, and don't get me wrong, I'm running to arch to arch, so I'm not really doing the full three point full line, jog. three point line. Don't get me wrong, but like <laughs> I shouldn't be the one stopping a three man break. If I get the ball, I'm calling timeout, and I used to get mad about it. And then they would be like, well, this and that. And the third, we've tried 3-2, we've tried 2-3. It just doesn't work. Honestly, in men's leagues, I'll tell you, I've coached everything under the sun. And Kyle will attest to this now because he's coached seventh grade. It, kids are so much easier than adults. 
Because for some reason they think they think you're all knowing, which I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I call myself Brad Stevens as a joke, but like a lot of the time I just see a lot. And Kyle knows that my basketball IQ. If you had to put in order Kyle's top three and my top three, Kyle's would be like confidence, three point, and then IQ. Mine is literally has nothing to do with it. I'd be Grant said my hook shot. Uh, my dad said shit talking, which is definitely very fair, or just like my attitude in general. And then like you said, confidence. Because like I know I can shoot, I know I can do the things that I need to do. But at the at the end of the day, it's kind of like I same comment I made when I did lose all the weight, and people are like, "Why aren't you shooting?" I was like, "I want to see other people score," because that means I did enough to help set you up. Yeah, I think that's more important in sports, and I, and I, I just that's me. For I mean, my coaching philosophy was just kind of I know my pecking order. I'm the seventh grade coach. There's an eighth grade coach. There's you know the high school guy who's running the entire thing. So I'm gonna take parts of what you're doing in high school. I'm going to simplify him a little bit, and then we're going to implement it here, and it worked. Like, you know, he had his offense he wanted to run, which was like the Gonzaga Bulldog, Bulldog offense. It I helps, sim- though, too. I simplified when you're, it. When you're 7th, 8th, and you yeah. can go into that high school, it's what Clyde did with their yeah. football because I helped them a little bit. Fuck, I mean, you, you want to get these guys ready so they have the base knowledge of what they're yeah, expected so going easy. in. And, then and you look better as a coach, too. That's how people move up from 7th well, grade up to high school. It's, is it's because building a system. It's it's like any professional. It's, it's, a, it's, farm, it's a farm. Yeah, it's a farm. Like, like no, no, no offense to middle school and high school kids, but you're in a farm system until you get to varsity. Well, here's what it is. You're trying to get to that point. That's why I told them, you know. Like, you know, my, my goal is to get you guys ready for next year. So that way the eighth grade coach can take what I've taught you guys and add some wrinkles to it. Right. So when you get to the high school the following year, you're ready you to go. You know it all. Yeah. yeah you, you, can read, you can read music. You, you can pick it up. I taught you A, B, C. They're teaching you A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And then after that, you write music next year. All right. Which the, the kids, and I'll, I'll say this to them blue in the face. They were great. Like, I mean, they I love kids. There was. Girls were the easiest I've ever coached. <sighs> yeah, because they'll listen. I feel like. And also with girls too, there's a more of a togetherness. It's an organization versus versus with, with little, guys with, with, trying with to kids. Yeah, with little with, boys. Little boys want to all be Kobe Bryant, and especially LeBron if your James, team is Luka talented. Donch, like uh, we both had this problem. Now the eighth grade team at Copley was super talented, and they they came up short, and I felt bad because they had a good season. They just ran into some tough situations, and they kind of got a little bit too ahead of themselves. Like our team, they had won maybe a combined five games over the past three years. It was rough. These guys haven't played well together. There just was a lot of stuff. I mean, we ended up winning eight games overall. We ended up winning the, the championship. I told them, like, you know, th- this is this is where it starts. You, know, you guys have to take that yeah, crap and like, you know, you, you got to build it now. Like, this can't be like, a, oh, we did something cool. Nah, let's let's taste, cut it off. Taste something bigger, man. Well, yeah. Well, th- I told them there's no reason why you guys can't be one of the better teams in the in the conference next year right off the bat. You have this experience now. You went through. Anytime you can win a playoff game. And someone else's yeah, home gym, past, and you're playing that team. That's a huge fucking win. Like, you I don't can pass care. those like butterflies. Honestly, when you turn those okay, when you turn those butterflies into, I feel anxious and scared. Into this is how it feels to be a competitor. That's the difference. It used to be like when I used to go up to bat. I used to make this comment when I when I used to help coach for baseball and softball. I used to go up to bat and I'd have to pee every time, every single time. You get so nervous you have to pee, right? I tell you the sunburn story. No. So then, like we uh. We used to play in the Parma League, right? Yeah. Like me and Dale played for like uh, with uh, with a team in the Parma League, and uh, I had gotten like super super bad sunburn on my back, mm-hmm. and dude, if, for me if I get sunburn and it's not like on my arms or my legs, I'm in for it. Like my chest and my back don't take it very well, so like. I'm like dying. Like I was almost in tears because I was like I think like a sophomore or junior in high school, and like it was 
I was still a bitch back then. And like, I legit, like, I was like, what the, f-? I was like, just why, why can't, like, is my bag, I can't reach it, I can't get it, I can't put aloe on it, I can't do anything, you know. <laughs> so like, and I had a game that night. And like, it's fucking hot. <laughs> like July, sweat is like the worst thing for like sunburn. Because right. that shit burns so bad. We got lucky because we were wearing gray cotton shirts, which was I mean, which awful idea to wear gray in the in the middle of fucking July when everyone's right. everyone's fucking dying. Right, and everyone's sweating. You could see it. We're, we were, we we started off wearing like light gray. We ended up finishing wearing heather gray because it was all just like dark. And like, <laughs> and like I just remember like just like okay, so for the next two hours, I'm just not gonna think about it. I'm, I'm just gonna. And like I remember getting home that night. I couldn't. I couldn't fit in a bath. I still can't. I never could. Yeah. Like since I was a little kid, I legit went back first, turned on the cold water as cold as it went yeah. all the way up. I was like, ah! <laughs> I was like making noise. Mom was like, what, "What are you doing?" I was like saving myself, <laughs> dude. I laid in that bath for a good forty-five minutes. Just, oh my god, there was that, and there was the icy hot and the balls thing. I had a rash one time. Uh, in between, you know, because we got thick thighs and stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, chafing. Chafing in between. Chafing, boys. And I was with Dale and Mark. <laughs> and I was like, normally I put on fucking uh, A&D cream, which which, yeah, which, which you're supposed to exactly do. exactly what you're supposed to do, yeah. But all we had was Icy Hot. So I'm like, oh, I'll just put some Icy Hot on my balls. I should be fine. <laughs> Immediate, immediately regretted it. Like, immediately. <laughs> when I tell you oh. that my... Franken beans was on fire for a good forty-five to minutes to an hour afterwards. We're warming up, throwing pit, like throwing playing catch. I'm like I, I'm like dancing around. I, I didn't tell my mom. Hey, did I, that I didn't help with chafing though? No, <laughs> not at all. Actually, made it that's worse. one of that's one of the situations where sweat sometimes does help because some sort of moisture down there at least kind of makes you like you know it makes it smoother. <laughs> smoother, but like until until you're done and then you take a shower and all hot water and it's like oh, but like no oh, fuck, dude, like it was. I think Dale did it too. Like he just did it to, just to do it. But Dale was a tougher kid than I was, so like he took it with a grain of salt. He still was like, "Oh, what the fuck?" But like, mm-hmm. I'm like, "Dude, this is an awful idea." <laughs> uh, good times being idiots. Uh, all right, guys. Hey, that's that's gonna do it. We appreciate you so much. Uh, tuning in episode 56 of the AK Swish podcast is in the books. Like I said, hopefully at some point here in the next week, maybe we can. Uh, Record a couple times for you guys, maybe get you some more content. I know I've been kind of been away for a while, and obviously last week's fiasco kind of sucked. Right. So uh, we appreciate you guys listening and sticking through. Keep those listens up. Make sure you're sharing us on Facebook. Again, AK Swish Podcast in the uh, in the search bar on Twitter as well at AK Swish Pod. Also on Instagram, we got retweeted by the Saints, or we uh, liked by the Saints, believe it or not. Their really? Instagram, yeah. Like the real Saints. Yeah. So um, that was pretty cool. Uh, so we're making progress. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you guys follow progress. us. AK Swish Pod also on Instagram as well. Uh, we have that profile booming up. So do that. Uh, that being said, Andrew, you want to say one last thing to the people? This is where you say something. I know. I'm trying to think of something to say. Huh. I know it's hard to talk more when we've talked for almost two hours. but uh, I pulled that Luka Doncic Galaxy Opal card in NBA 2K my team. What's an opal? Galaxy Opal is like the best card you can get. He's a 99 overall. He's going for 400,000 my team points right now. It's crazy. Oh my god. a great pool. You know what I just heard when he said that? Beep boop boop bop beep. Also beep. I made another character so I have 3 now. I have the glass cleaning lock. He's a 96. I got the three level scoring uh slashing um small forward. 
And I have a offensive threat, spot up shooting, point guard. To be honest with you, man, I've played Minecraft. I saw survival mode quite a bit. Yeah. I see. Is there any other way? Creative. I don't really do that. Creative gets God mode. I like it better because I like to design things. Because I'm. Uh, I still design things in survival mode. So I know, but yeah, I gotta, I gotta, gra- I gotta get my resources. I'm I just learning have limited resources. I'm learning how to. Uh, we should play together sometime if you still haven't. Um, I do. I'm trying, still trying to build an Ender portal. I know you need Obsidian and that kind of stuff. And then also, I'm trying to learn how to enchant like weapons. I'm have still you done YouTube. I've you looked it up. I've looked it up. Yeah. What's yeah. up, guys? My name's Tyler. I'm going to teach you how to make an Ender Portal. <laughs> Actually, like I said, like the, uh, Smosh on YouTube. I Smosh watch is them. huge, yeah. They're, they're fucking funny. Uh, all of them are great. Um, but like they had like the, Mar- like the Minecraft episodes. So I've been like, Hi, watching those. My name's those. Clayton, and today I'm going to show you how to make diamond armor. Well, the first time I saw this was back at Toledo in college because I my, yeah. my my roommate. It's just the kids that play it. Like it's usually like 18, 19 year old kids that are just getting back out of it. And it was a thing called it. Rooster Teeth back then. Achievement Hunter was what they were, and like they made like the videos of them just like fucking around doing it. it was hilarious. But that was uh, that was what got me into it originally. I never played it because I never had an Xbox. Then you got me the Xbox. First game I bought was Minecraft. <laughs> I'll spend twenty bucks. I don't give a shit. And I did just that, and I've had fun doing it. It's been an adventure. I built a castle. So yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Super you got dope. a moat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally I went out to an island. I, I pillaged a village, no uh-huh. pun intended, and then I, I I swam out to an island and built through the sand a moat, giant walls with torches all around it, another another wall inside. I have trees on the inside. It's a fucking sand island. I have trees on the inside. I got the fucking giant like stone castle, dope-ass castle, four floors. I have a throne on top. It's fucking amazing. If you ever join my map, I'll show it to you. It's you just fucking killed all. Sick. You killed all those people. You said you. I didn't kill all. The, I pillaged that village. I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> didn't kill. Them. I'm so, a responsible pillager. All right. <laughs> There's no raping here. Just pillaging. <laughs> no, I actually saved their village because they fucking they got bum rushed a couple times by those fucking uh, those captains or whatever. Like, I killed one of those uh, those whatever they are. I don't know. I don't know. You, I, get, you get like a little plaque for killing like a, I guess like a sea captain or something like that. Huh. But then like they they'll they'll go on and they'll attack. They'll raid your village. You're, and that's not really my village. I lived there for a little bit because I was just mining shit. Like and but they, those fuckers kept coming to my house and taking my shit. So I had to build a secret basement so I could hide all my shit in my in my chest down there. Cause they just got, I had to seal it up every time I left. Cause those fuckers kept coming into my house. I want to put a fucking iron door over here so you guys stop coming in here. This is bullshit. Assholes. They deserved it. I still save their asses. I don't know why. All right, everybody. We'll see. They you took later. your stuff because you mined their area. It was all underneath. It's underground fortress. That's the map I played. Sorry. <laughs> All right, deuces. Bye-bye.